From the rooter to the tutor, know that I've never been a shooter, but I keep you haul, dancing and steady moving, no chance to Lance losing. The situation's affable, cause I've been ghostwriting punchlines of the supernatural, and it is laughable how you clowns think you can get down. Been a son of a gun, watch a young nigga spit rounds, been from Ali City, while y'all get older and slow down, I can keep going more rounds, give you context like pronouns. Welcome y'all. Welcome to the Particle Sons podcast, episode eight. Ooh, I was, I was, I was withholding, I was withholding my woos and my excitement because I, I wanted, to, I didn't want to miss a bar, but I just had to, and it was right when it was the ending. So you know, that's that's that was perfect, that's serendipitous. That was that was some that's some straight fire bars. And now now, uh, I I believe that's one of your that's one of the the, the David Blaine. Shouts out to David Blaine. That's one of the tricks you pull out. You you got that in the tuck. That's one of the ones. It's in a pocket. It's, yeah. it's a pocket. Yeah. They're, they're drummers. Drummers, they have a thing called a pocket. Um, it's very important. It's like, I guess, when they kind of set into their beat, into their rhythm, and they kind of get in that uh, pocket, so to speak. Yeah. And I have several in my pocket. So I always tell poets, like, y'all be, like, y'all want to be great, but y'all don't, how many poems you got in your pocket? Like, how much flavor? You got to have something for when Kanye West walk up on you, and you got to have something yeah. for when... Um, Avra DeVry walks up on you. You feel me? Like Ooh. you gotta, you gotta go Shout across the, the spectrum. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not, she's not known as a poet. You just talking about, or she just, known as a poet? I'm, I'm talking, no, I'm, yeah, she's like not opportunity. A, she's not a poet. Content, content, yes, yes. right? Like if 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 Spike Lee walk up on me, I'm gonna do a different poem than right. if Meg The Stallion walks up on me. Okay, body, 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 body. Um. That's a good example. That's why I don't consider myself like I am a comedian because I can write jokes and tell jokes and I have a process of remembering my jokes. But the thing that's held me back is like I ain't got I ain't got five in the tuck that I can just come off the top. Like I can be funny for five minutes and some people do that type of shit. But I like to be specific with mine. So mm-hmm. until I got, you know, until I got 40 in the tuck for yeah. any audience, you know, what I'm saying I'm still aspiring. <laughs> Slam poetry um has uh you if you have they're called thirty pieces the highest score you can get in a slam is a thirty and people be having like thirty in their pocket like three thirties so if you if you have three thirties then you're gonna win any poetry slam you enter it's just what it is like a thirty poem is one of those poems that you can spit anywhere and everybody's gonna be on their feet you feel me it's like, right like for like a, for a versus battle it's like the hit. Come on. And you save it and like yeah because i've seen you i've gone to some uh southern fried some poetry slam events that lance has hosted he brought it to the southern fried to louisville which was so uh serendipitous because you know he it just was something that he was doing for a while and then it, the whole community came to louisville and he was like big bro for everybody he's hosting our family was there it was a beautiful moment but i saw that he had kept his quote-unquote 30 for like the middle round you know what i'm saying on some like go. trying to stack stack the deck you know, come when you come in. Lance was introducing the podcast episode eight. I jumped on him just to praise him for his rapping, and now we went on a little tangent side sidebar. No, I'm on a episode eight serendipitous. So we're gonna put it in there. Brandon has used the word twice. It will be a word of the podcast. When did I say it twice on the podcast since we recorded? You are you already you said it twice in under five minutes, Brandon. So it's gonna be a serendipitous Damn. time. It is a serendipitous time, right? We got the, the superpowers. The come on. Come yeah. on, planets are aligning, right? Super serendipitous. Stars, it's, 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 it's wild. It's like, 
it's it's serendipity do die we 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 have come to an age of awareness of enlightenment i believe in all types of planet alignment and you know anything astrology based like i'm here for uh, i i read my horoscope and i apply it to my life i don't care if it applies so to my what? life or not I oh, you apply it to your yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's what we were talking about this before. Obviously, black people are, uh, I don't want to say, I don't say we're beholden to astrology, but it's something that traditionally, and obviously we don't want to generalize all black people, but uh, it's something that we, a lot of, it's like a common ground, um, as much as like our mama told us to like uh, turn them lights off or, you know, or, you know, cut them lights off, excuse me. Um, or, how you many know. black people? How many black people wanted a telescope and just didn't could, couldn't afford one? How oh many? How many stargazers will we have? You that like might, the stars? We, I, we oh, like the I'm stars. I'm a big I'm a big star person. It just it makes Come us on. feel or it makes me feel uh, small, which is a good thing. And also, like mm-hmm. a lot of things that we think are important, and just like not and not like how people use the stars specifically to like navigate and mm. and that's why this whole thing is interesting we'll obviously get the christmas stuff later but the saturn jupiter jupiter conjunction meeting up same time first uh first time in ages was like the 800 the, years on, yeah only the it's third 11, time 11 right now oh, 11, 11. Out. it's only a, it's, yeah it's only the third Eastern time standard x amount of times but anyways uh they say that this was the star that led the wise men to Wherever the manger was when Mary the, the virgin was born, um, and there's some shit. Christianity like, always trying to take credit for for the universe's the universe's uh, power, uh, you know, intentions. It's not just Christianity. I think it's all religions try to take and and bring uh, relevancy from outside sources to to their thing to to, to help the validity of things. Um, but yeah, I was gonna. I just want to say off top that uh, Lance set this rundown. It sounds very, very good. Uh, I am, I am taking a step back and and let, let my oh, brother cook, and then just kind of just and just I get being, to cook today, being around and and listening and uh, and and. What? But yeah, we're 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 in this together. Um, no, we are, and I appreciate it, B, because you know there are going to be times when you can't handle the weight, and I will take that load for you gladly. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was going to put a nasty metaphor with that, but we're going to just keep going. The I know, right? This is what happens when you let me drive the boat, Brandon. Just understand and be prepared. Um, You're trying first to get too close all, to other boats. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you be driving hella close to the other boats when you be driving the boat. Go ahead. I, ha- I have no lake etiquette. I, oh, mean, I, come from the, I come from the streets. You know what I mean? As in, like physical ground, right? I'm right. not on the water. What's up? Like I don't yeah. know no rules. I'm I'm out here. Um, but but we think about the vastness of the ocean, and then think about the vastness of the stars. If y'all wouldn't, uh, if y'all didn't know, me and Brandon were raised in between Louisville and Detroit, Michigan, right? Sure. Um, Louisville, Kentucky, Detroit, Michigan, not Louisville, Detroit, Michigan. Um, and between the oh, they people. Drive. Well, me, I'm, wait a minute. Between the six-hour drive, I just want you to remember what you said. But I do want to say that I get made fun of from everyone, uh, Notre Dame, whatever, all the people I've talked to in my life. So much that they say, I don't give a fuck that you're from Louisville, Detroit. That's hard. 
That's hard. I like that. So go ahead. I'll keep, I'll keep going. I like Between that, that six-hour draft. And they, and they better give a fuck. What are you talking about? Right. That is, that's two of the what killers. Bro, that's, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, six hours. Six hours, y'all. Yes. So the six-hour drive between Louisville and Detroit. And if we're we driving, if you're on the Greyhound, it's 13. <sighs> Maybe more if there are some people on the bus who have illegal marijuana stashed in trash bags underneath the bus and you and your 10-year-old or your eight, brain was probably nine, you and your nine-year-old brother are sitting there opening your book bag to police officers saying, here, sir, search me. Search me. I don't have anything. Y'all, our parents put us on a Greyhound way too early. Once way they realized, too early. Once they realized, because obviously it's a six-hour drive, uh, they used to meet up in uh, Gas City or like Dayton. No, they, it, it was, it was a uh, 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 oh, what city? Dayton. Something city. Uh, oh, Ohio. you're in Tip City. Tip City is Tip, Tip City. Ohio. Tip City, Ohio. Uh, shout, shout out to Ohio. Ohio, longest state to drive through. One of the what? longest states to drive oh through. God. Um, but shout out to them. So we would went. They would always meet down, up. Jesus. Yeah, they would always meet up, and then it depends on if my mom was mad at my dad or not. Where if it was like my dad was driving all the way to Louisville, <laughs> or like my mom was driving all the way to Detroit. And Never. that very rarely happened. But then, yeah. like, when we were younger, they realized no, they could just throw us on to Detroit. Mom would drive yeah. up to Detroit. Dad, dad she had, she had business in Detroit. Like he would sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But, so, so she, but. Uh, they put us oh, on but, a Greyhound. But, yes. Then they realized they can just throw us on a Greyhound. Uh, $13. Or not, how many? Not how many, though. Whatever amount of dollars it was. It was not 13 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It was cheap, though. Between two people. And they also yeah. yes, and they like this is before cell phones and stuff. Like they had them uh, us Y'all half the day. Cell phones, y'all. They would have been arrested. They would have been arrested. This is like, this is like we would like to, endangerment. Yeah, we would like to think the amount of time we spent on Greyhound. This is equivalent to like when you used to could keep your dog in the car with the windows up. Like they don't, y'all, you're not allowed would, to do would, that no more. My my mama will walk us to the bus and tell the bus driver. You feel me? They gonna now watch right out. Here. Then we sit right behind y'all the watch bus out driver. For them. Oh. It, was a, it was this old Negro spiritual driving a bus, uh, and they was always watching over us like they was our own grandparent. Honestly, time. we're talking about astrology and stuff. The re, one of the reasons why I trust in the Lord Jesus Christ above and the religion is because we have prayed our way through some times and some instances where, oh. like, the bus drivers were switched over. Sometimes we had to switch over oh buses God. at a specific city and didn't oh. know what we was doing because we were just two kids that didn't know oh what was God. what. And we was like, oh, okay, I think we're on the right bus. Like, it would be, we'd be falling asleep for hours driving in a specific way just hoping that we on the right bus because we don't know we don't know and we we i mean we alternated sleep schedules so just so you yes. know we were safe on the bus so one person sleep the other person got to be up um that was mandated we, by our father so so we'll get to the many stories we have from the greyhound that first one that i told about the <laughs> marijuana on the bus that was was that a, was that a pilot gas station uh you know they, they had they had the subway and the arby's uh attached and the cinnabon Right, and we went in, and then we came out, and there was a drug bust uh, for our bus that we were on, and we were sitting yep. outside, and the police we had the dogs through, and they went through all of our luggage, See, and me and, and me and Lance, me and Lance, me and Lance at that point in time, we thought all police officers work for the same people, so we was like, our dad's a police officer here, check our bags, we don't have anything, officer, and it's like. I just wish we had shut up sometimes thinking about the things that we said, but I've been in those situations though. Officer that saw two kids with no parents on a bus, just (laughs) talking to them. So look, y'all, astrology. Back to back to what? Hey, y'all, for real, for real. 
we we might just y'all let us know in the comments if y'all like Greyhound stories. Y'all want some more? We got oh, plenty. Um, on deck. But one of my favorite things when I was driving between Louisville and Detroit was looking at the stars. Like I could point out the Big Man. Dipper, the Little Dipper. The sky was like always clear, super clear. It was like God was talking to me every mm. single trip. You know what I mean? Like in between my mama playing like Anita Baker and Angela Bassett and shit. Um, What's that girl's name? She married. Uh, she was with Greyhound for a little bit. To she was one word. Tamia. Tamia. Tamia Hill. Tamia Hill. Yeah, man. Oh my goodness. But BB and CC whining during the Christmas time. Come on now. Listening to the or looking at the stars and peering up and knowing that something is bigger than yourself. Um, I think it was Joe Rogan's podcast. He said one of his teachers went up to him and said, "Look up in the sky." He said he looked straight up. And he said, that doesn't end. He said, that's when Joe Rogan went on his path of like awareness and understanding. He was like, that set my mind into a curiosity that has never been uh, satisfied. He said, so like, I used to look up and just be like, that never ends. And I used to do the same thing. I used to like, look at the stars and be like, like, will we ever hit that? We would never hit that. Like I could never, I probably wouldn't even get close to that. What do you mean right? like throwing a ball and hitting it? Anything, Brandon, anything. Like, if I was strong enough to throw a ball out of the atmosphere, that mother father would never burn. Like, it would never hit that star. One of my favorite parts of Lion King is Timon being spot on. That's going, I'm sorry, Pumba. Pumba being spot on. I just think it's billions of burning gas, burning billions and billions of miles away. Pumba, oh, with you, everything is gas. <laughs> he tried to hate on him. Timon was such a dick, bro. I watched I watched the Lion King regularly with, with my children. He was such Laughed. a dick. Oh, trust me, I know you're using my Disney Plus account. Sim yeah, good looking. <laughs> Simba, Simba, um, you know, he, he laughed at Simba when Simba said, I saw my daddy in the clouds in the sky. You know, there's a, there's a, so anyway, me being aware with the sky, I have always known my superpowers, right? I mm. And knowing my superpowers has like put me in touch with all the indigenous ancestry of my lineage, right? From the Dogon tribe who first plotted out the stars, who um, they, they were the first people to recognize Sirius B. Sirius B is a star system outside of the Milky Way galaxy and they Ooh, properly go, identified it. Google's about Sirius B. So, so the Dogon tribe, they, um, this, this is an African tribe, y'all. And they used to sit there and just look up at the stars and plotted out the entire stars every single day as the year went on. So like the phases of the moon, like they were the first to plot a year. They were the first to like really, um, plot that out and kind of give that information to the, uh, uncivilized world. If you ask me, so and we're, we're, we we are talking about this because the, it is December twenty first. This is what they were recording. This is the day that Black people were supposedly, based on Twitter, getting our powers officially. Uh, it was tied to the sun, or not, it's tied to the conjunction of the Saturn, Jupiter, or whatever, and like you know all the. It's funny, and the memes have been coming out. But funny story is another funny story. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with X Men, and obviously. We're comic booky in that regard, but in the X Men series, they talked about on the VHS's you know, box set. Um, we'd be in our grandfather's house, and 
they talked about how when you're 13, that's when most mutants end up seeing some some of their powers, right? Me and Lance, as two very curious Convinced. like boys, they were like, we knew that we were special. Convinced. We were going to be getting our powers when we turned 13. Convinced. And at that point in time, it was just like, a series of until we hit 13 it was just like a series of like testing out what our possibilities could be constantly constantly right. testing, and just like constantly. thinking about it and like obsessing over it and I've, I've talked about this before maybe not on this podcast but my favorite uh x-men was beast mutants shout out hank mm-hmm. mccoy because he was shout out hank mccoy extremely athletic and strong and fast and but he was also just like extremely intelligent and uh was uh, Professor Professor X's right hand man, and I love being the Robin to the Batman. Like I, I just I love duos. I was talking to somebody else about it. I like because everyone's like, "Oh, why don't you want to start your own podcast? Like, why are you doing with your brother?" I was like, "I think I just always want to be a part of something. Like I like I like the team mentality of things. Like mm-hmm. I'm not so individualized that like I want that. I just I like working. I like." with people I like creating with people I like teamwork problem solving with people uh actually shout out to my brother-in-law who's also named Brandon he we're just walking the dogs there, there in town for uh Christmas and he was talking about you specifically he was like and your brother Lance he seems like he's like made for this stuff like he seems like he's he's right on now I was like well he does this like in person and and is a, is a host of in like does like he's actually on the scene as well he's like hey, yeah but he's just like really comfortable on camera it's like he's made for this stuff it's co- pretty cool to see and i was like thank you i i, I agree i i, I think i think you're very people, talented as well i appreciate that shout out uh big brandon we're gonna call yeah. you big brandon right. even though you he's have time, he's time 45 so shout out to all the the we did it before december yeah. birthdays go ahead that's fire that's fire bro um i always tell people just wait that y'all ain't seen y'all, y'all have not listen here y'all me and brandon so we talk about these things and then he talks about like he's happy to be on a team right but it's our team it's like me and brandon have kind of just been locked in since birth and it's like we've been trying to make uh, manifest these things and we have like it's, it's not even been and so from childhood so y'all think about superpowers and y'all think about using them like imagine brandon looking at a box of cream of wheat trying to knock it off the counter like staring at it for 10 <laughs> minutes straight trying to knock a box oh, of cream of wheat off the i tell you imagine, <laughs> imagine me imagine me looking at the tv and trying to make it come on oh, like man. literally like blinking we would we would hide from each other and like like camouflage and just like i'm invisible i'm invisible right now right um, it's like that uh on the uh guardians of the galaxy that character that one of those wrestlers played drex or drex or something like that but he was like drex. he was like he's it was like standing still he act like he wasn't able to be seen and he was in there eating the chips so like i'm moving wasn't. so slowly <laughs> You cannot pick up my. You can't even see. Bro, I, I, I literally, I was like, I resonated with that very, very much. So I was like, yep, mm -hmm, I understand the concept of just like thinking stealthily, being ninja. It's like the whole Bruce Lee thing because we obviously grew up on on those things as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. It'd be nice to dive into uh, black culture and 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 Jackie Chan and and, uh, Bruce Lee movies, martial arts in general. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, but he said it was like be like water be formless like that type of mentality and also when i start getting older like talking about my individual superpowers i am freakishly freakishly strong i know i'm a big person everyone Mm -hmm. sees me as like a large human being 
What I actually, yeah, freakishly strong and agile. That's okay. Now, now you now you're getting me to my scout.com report. He said, uh, amazingly nimble for his size. That's I yeah. love nimble because nimble Newman is it, uh, a little yeah, Y'all ever seen a vending machine in ballerina shoes? Hmm. Y'all ever seen that? The uh, U.S. Army All American game, they, they they call me a vending machine with legs. So, anyways, um, but I am I'm I am a very strong person. Like, I was I think my my max bench press is 525. Um, I think, uh, oh, and when I was in high school in Kentucky, the, the state, they, we had a state uh, late weightlifting match. I'm sure some of you guys who play high school football understand that, like, you know, sometimes the football team just goes and, like, goes to weightlifting competitions to get reps in and, and, you know, work on being strong. And I set a state record for squat at 605. And, Listen, uh, uh, Brandon was the Mark Henry of Kentucky. Stop playing oh, with him. Y'all better stop playing with shout him. Shout out to hey, the homie Mark Henry, bro. Hey, I, look, look, I interviewed I him on, on the last yeah, talk, bro. It was, fire. it was so and crazy. I was mad. I was mad because, like, you ain't challenged him to a squat off <laughs> or, like, some type of proper uh, World lifting man. challenge. What you call it? Cole said, Cole, uh, shout out Cole. Shout out Cole's place. Um, he uh, commented on the video. was like, Brandon's definitely got some type of greatness squatting 700 in, so, in sophomore year. You know what I mean? Like that's that's really yeah. That's I was I was, I, did, I was squatting 700, and they and my, then the college coaches told me don't do that again because they were like we don't know what's going on in your high school. We don't know what plates you're using. That's not safe. Mm-hmm. You blot your your knees forever. But it was funny that I will tell this little anecdote about my strength because um, when you get to Notre Dame and we went to college, whatever you go around your freshman. You go around the room and the strength coach is asking who does what so they kind of understand what groups to put you in with on the team. And I and I told them I squatted 700 pounds and uh, Michael Jr., Trevor Robinson and Braxton Cave all like looked at each other. They told me this later on. They said they looked at each other and like this guy like this guy is like squatting that much. And this is the first day we squatted. Uh, they had like it was. We were like warming up, and it was like I was on the heavier thing because I was. I said I did that much, and uh, it was like five hundred something. And I did a couple reps of it and locked it in. And they all found each other and looked at each other and was like, "Oh shit, maybe <laughs> he went lying." <laughs> like I don't even know about cap. I I I, I cap free on this side of town. So yeah. See, see what y'all mean? Y'all got my brother messed up. See, that's another thing that y'all need to understand. He talk about he he works better on a team, right? His superpower has always been. Uh, what do he say? Uh, you've always, I've always been the brains of the family, but when it came to brute strength, you got the lion's share. No, no, share. yeah, I've always been on the shallow end of the gene pool. Gene pool, right, right. Shout, shout scar. <laughs> but no, like my, my superpowers have always been mental, like uh, mind reading, right? Uh, super intention, uh, like uh, intuition. My intuition has never been wrong. I kind of right. always follow. He's me. had the superpowers of the paraplegics. There you go. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was only one. I, the paraplegic. There was only oh, boy, one paraplegic. True. Hey, shout out to X-Men for y'all, like disability progressive ideas at the oh, very beginning so of the progressive about everything what? damn near there's Almost. there's a meme that's going on talking about uh they they just screenshot it uh you know during the mutant times or whatever and there's some man at in court pointing back at nightcrawler 
and mm. it, talking about the tweets that are going on right now with black people talking about superpowers. And they said, this is Fox News tomorrow. And it's like, you call that human? <laughs> <laughs> Nightcrawler just back there slumped over like Kurt Vaughn. <laughs> Kurt Vaughn you or whatever his name is. Look here. Look here. You're really nerdy right now, but this. No, it's it, look. It is. It, um, I feel like it. It transcends culture, right? Uh, X Men is becoming American culture because of its proximity to the social fabric of America. Yes, right? it always has. You, you, you look to DC for these things. You can't find it because it's all you know, all this other stuff. But like Marvel has always been very um about that life so we, it resonates it's not even nerdy I, I don't i don't feel it's nerdy i never think it's nerdy because like there's anime and then there's i mean like you know there's comics and stuff and then there's real deal nerds you know there's people that's gonna right. argue what cyclops breath smelled like after he kissed jubilee because uh bobby the ice man was eating a trident gum and Jubilee takes the powers. Like, what? Who gives a fuck, bro? Well, I'm, right. I don't get into it that deep, bro. Like, yeah. you said so, uh, you're saying Jubilee, but you meant Rogue. I did mean Rogue. I'm mad that I, I knew that. Like, like, cause like that's that's nerdy too. Um, but obviously, Brandon I think comes I do. From a world. Brandon comes from. I come from a world of like artists and intellectuals. So it's all these nerds and stuff. Brandon comes from a world of like, hit me, yeah, hit me. Yeah, no, it is. It is funny because like it is, perception is is reality. Like, uh, one, our only comment on our Instagram, uh, on our Instagram feed is so 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 funny. Let me. I'm trying to, because basically, I've, I thought that was a comment. No, 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 no. Oh, that's <laughs> somebody was like so 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 funny. Yeah, that's me, that was, that's was me like, stalling great. as I pull it up. Great, uh, great comment. Thank so, you. So, 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 so funny. Now we've had we've had one rating, and it's called the Newman Brothers from Wizzle Five Hundred Two. Uh, he said, "I've been a big fan since the podcast conception. It's great to hear Lance outside of poetry and hosting. Just as I thought he is into, just as I thought he's into his bag of knowledge. And Brandon does a great job letting him expand on why it's related to race." but also telling him maybe it's not all about race, which is mm-hmm. so funny because it's all about perception because everywhere I've been since I've left, left Lance, people have been telling me like, dude, it's not always about race. And I was like, y'all don't know my brother. <laughs> like I'm taking it easy on y'all. And I actually, I'm actually, in the, I'm in the middle with y'all. Y'all don't even know. So it's always, it's always about who you standing next to. Man. Cause I'm, you like, I always think about that, Brandon. I always like, I think about your career and just how y'all Brandon has always been just the hard worker. He's always worked. Now, oh, I did want to say this. I, cause you talked about how smart you were and like that being your superpower. I worked hard at, at being trying to be intelligent and smart and working hard and like writing and reading and things like that. Cause I wanted to be complimented the way Lance was always complimented growing up. We'd be in the barbershop and our dad would be like, Oh, football, football, football. Yeah, this little one brand right here. Uh, name, name a dinosaur. I bet he'd tell you all about it. Talking about Lance. <laughs> and I was like, man, I want that dinosaur comment. Like, I wanna, I wanna know about the I wanna be a walking zoo book. <laughs> oh, so God. so and then Lance always Ooh, like never took school yeah. very seriously because it was very easy to him. And I was always like working really hard and like showing my work with my mother. And like basically I ended up training myself to be very scholarly and now like 
slip fall and fell into some intelligence, but it's always just like came second nature to land. So I didn't want to I didn't want to uh jump in. Yeah, and say but that. that but 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 we are the yin and the yang. So where he has hard work, I have laziness, right? And where he lacks in um natural intellect intellect, I you know have so it's like I'm super lazy about things. This is not good. It's like um I will probably get an opportunity and I don't know. Hopefully I wouldn't be lazy. I'm, I haven't been lazy regular or lately. Lately I've been in my bag, but listen, so. life. And that's why I want to do this about life is always about improving uh, and, and stepping out of your comfort zone. And like, and so, yeah, it's all about improving. I think, I think we settle in on like what we know and what we do as like, just like an easy way of doing things. But like, there's some fruit that comes from responsibility and like learning and growing. Shouts out to Rana and Natasha, our cousins. Uh, they were live on Facebook this weekend. Michelle had them up and, and just put, like put it on. They were talking about religion and God and, and the messages that they feel God is speaking to us through for in 2020 right now. And like how ironically enough, people are revealing themselves while wearing masks because you can't reveal your heart mm. and things like that. So I jumped mm. in. From Michelle's page, and I was like, "Listen," and they were talking about how Raina was saying, "I don't really, I don't really do this." By the way, these are our cousins in in, in Detroit who like, like, kind of help raise us in a specific way and like very important to to us and stuff. But anyways, Raina, maybe Tasha, what was you doing? If you listening, Tasha, I want to know where you was at. He, well, she summers. talked about this on the thing. She said she was busy, like trying. She was the oldest of the three sisters, and she was right. trying to set an example. Like she was at basketball practice and like, like always, like trying to like show them be the model. But anyway, so working. she and there was a lot of pressure that she talked about with that. But she was mm. saying that they were stepping outside their comfort zone by doing this and getting on live and talking. And I came in. I was like, hey, thank y'all for doing this. Like I think people are going to benefit from hearing your message. I thank y'all for stepping out of your comfort zone. Like keep like keep doing it like thank you so much and then she stopped and said i want to say shout out to you and lance because watching y'all work together is what inspired me to ask tasha to jump on here and do this right now so with our family it's like an all boats rising things and i and i i really love that like you know this is happening right now for for whatever reason yeah, it, it, as the stars are aligning, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Hey, that's right? what we talked about. Our family, our characters, and our story, and our background. It's so funny. Is people be like, man, my life's a movie, right? People be like, my life's a movie. No, you're you're like, it's a lifetime movie, maybe. You know. What okay, I mean? like, okay. We don't have to downtrot anyone else's lives in comparison to ours, but we've experienced uh, some things. That's why I, I, I do shit. I do you're right, shit. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. Spread love. Um, but it's it's the Jack Harlow effect. It's like, it's like who who would have thought, right? Like if y'all come and y'all look in Kentucky, y'all will find some stories that you'll be like, well, who would have thunk it? Yeah, who would have thunk it? Um, Where state 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 that borders the most other states. I've not said that before on this podcast. That they were we're a melting pot, and there's a lot of stories that come, and a lot of people traveling uh, in and out of the, in and out of that place, especially in Louisville. But anyways, it, it, people. Give us our love letter, man. Um, I'm talking about now the uh, a lot of people on my Facebook. They were talking. I said, "What superpowers y'all got?" And there were some funny ones. There were some like um, people that you know took it very seriously. It was like, "I'm already these things," and like you know stuff like that. Um, but I there was a lot of there was a lot of like sarcasm, right? There's a lot of like, yeah, whatever. 
Um, and I'm a person of thought, Brandon. I believe that if we if we all believed it, then it would exist. Like I believe that these things, right? Like most of the things yeah, that exist. Fair are social constructs that we have given faith to. We've given faith into physical money. We've given faith into like over militarizing or heavy military presence. We've given faith in just all these, uh, in uh, mass incarceration. We've, we create these things that we give faith to. Um, people being sarcastic, stop being sarcastic about your superpowers. You're like, look, y'all, 2021, there's no, we're no longer being sarcastic about our superpowers, all right? That when you say it in that playful voice, it becomes this non-serious playful thing. But if you like start saying, hey, I can create fire from my hands. My homie Kendrick, he can make his hands sweat on the spot. He's always thought he had like, he's always thought he had flame powers. Like he said, I, I got fire in another life, bro. We How's be, Kendrick we, doing? Oh, oh, awesome. That man, well, I need to bring him on the podcast. I like, oh, I really like them. Like I love your friends that was like around, but not always around. I always like them. That's so funny that he can make his pop sweat out of nowhere. He's that is some, that would make you feel like you just need a little spark. And just you, a little bit. And you, and you flamethrowing. Come on. It might be on some avatar. Like you got to focus on a ball. You have to make a ball. And then from the ball, you expand. Like, let me get my water bending together. Like y'all believe in your superpowers, man. Stop, stop playing, you know, and don't yeah. hurt yourself trying to don't, don't hurt yourself. Hurt yourself. To... Oh, I, I mean, let's bring it back to bring it back to the Bible. Cause I, that's just so disrespectful, the Bible, but uh, you know, I don't <laughs> play with words. But... <laughs> <laughs> just call it the bibble. Um but uh the bibble I, I was literally I was reading that. I was reading recently and it was um I think it was Matthew Matthew twenty four verse something and it says uh uh like just basically like don't test God like don't like prove to others that God exists by like putting him to the test because like some were like why don't you walk off the building and have God like grab you like and and like lift you and and you know make you fly it's like all right now don't don't test don't test god now don't mm -hmm. try don't try to prove your superpower so much you go out there and get killed don't david blame yourself Come there's on. only one david blame and he ties himself to air balloons i'm not hearing it his, oh my his latest, bro he his was latest magician stunt was that was not even a stunt he tried to safe. act like he was holding on to to the balloons like by hand gripping them and then I saw his hands loose, and I was like, wait a minute. And he's tied to the damn, he's, he's tethered to the damn balloons. Fun fact about magic, y'all. Magic um, was created by, uh, actually, I'm not going to say it was created. It was practiced in Egypt by the pickpockets. So, like, um, like pickpocketing and, like, the people in the streets of Egypt um, would, like, do these magic tricks to get people's wallets up out of them and stuff um so it's that. like and like and that was like the lower form if you were really good at it then you were you turned into a priest or something like that and y'all can look up my check check me on these on these things right um but it is of us it, it is an indigenous thing um of indigenous people we definitely have powers and all we need to do is believe in them we haven't had this alignment in 800 years that must mean something imagine what happened 800 years ago like 800 years ago chaos descended upon the world on some individualistic capitalistic crap but 
now we in this new 800 we're gonna evolve evolve but i mean i mean black people have black powers and that's to talk about like don't make fun of your shit like the more we make fun of it, I mean, obviously we're doing it for Twitter and things like that, but I guarantee you, so we walking with our chest out a little bit, a little bit bigger, a little bit bolder, and then you starting, mm-hmm. you starting to believe that, like, you know, what I'm saying we've been special, we've been special. If it takes some joke meme and some some planets moving around for everybody to tap in and start start linking together and growing and creating together to to prove how special we are on a global scale, shit, now's the time. Ain't no ain't no time like the present. All right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> she Shit. Uh go ahead and go ahead and uh transition this. I know I said you have letting you do your thing, but it's no it's no next, let, thing on, next thing on the rundown. I was I was gonna um transition. Um I wanted to make sure we got our top three out. Um top three what? So one more superpower you name two strength and hard work. What would your third superpower be? Oh, is hard work one? I would say I wanted to talk to I guess specifically hard for work hard work. One. Well, hard work for specifically because it's it's, more, it's about kind of like focus, like the ability to focus on a task, and I, maybe it's like a manifestation of things. I was th- mm. I was talking to somebody uh, recently and was saying it's it's funny how choosing what you want to be in life is one thing, and it seems easier to accomplish than figuring out who you want to be. And I think mm. that's the that's a big distinction, and like. Focus is a part of it, and I, yeah, focus on that Wheaties box uh, or not Wheaties box, cream and wheat box, trying to knock it over is is a part of it. Um, but I do think I want to talk about the fact that like Hawkeye, for example, who's like you know could be gifted and like being an archer and like uh, hand eye coordination, but it's practice that makes perfect. It's like the Kobe effect, and that's why one of the reasons why when he passed, it was such a big deal. Is like if you put in the work to like you can have you can be gifted, you can be talented. But the work you put in to make it so that like you are that always and like that is like an actual part of your arsenal, like Lance just pulling out that rap at the beginning of this box, like making sure that you put the time in so that you are that you can exude that power whenever you need to tap into it. That is that's a part of it as well. Like that's a part of the superpowers. Good, good transition. Superpowers are passed down, ladies and gentlemen. All right, mm. ladies and gentle thems. Um, yes. Superpowers are genetic. Now we don't know what Gianna, right? Rest in peace, Gianna. Right? We don't know Rest what Kobe's peace, daughter Gianna. Gianna. Right? But what would have, would have it, what would it look like for her to have her dad's superpowers? You know what I'm saying? Just like I mean, the she was X-Men already kind of exacting it. I mean, I don't want to take social media videos, but like she was. While the other girls weren't necessarily interested in sports or basketball in the way to like to emulate that and be a part of that, like she felt like the future of the WNBA based on like like the she had a team called uh, that Kobe has this basketball studio out in the middle of California. Um, Joy and I and the Maybe I'm Crazy team, Heller, Donnie, uh, we all Ari, we all went out there to film that that uh jesus shuttlesworth like recreation film that basketball thing remember that 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 sketch Mm -hmm. we put out Mm -hmm. during uh the march madness but we went out to kobe's facilities to coach and he has a a office it's called the mamba mamba academy or whatever it is so she was definitely on her way but it's just a really really impressive uh studio out there all the smoke uh, up and smoke podcast or all the smoke podcasts matt barnes and and, uh, stephen jackson they had an interview with kobe there before before he passed um but anyways yeah you said shout, shout out shout, shout out to both of them they are really yeah. um they're really doing a lot 
I'm good, but I'm thinking about superpowers and I want to talk about great sons, right? So like, yes. um, like just great children, I guess in general, but like the superpowers that people have. So I don't know if you uh, saw, but um, Tiger Woods' son w- was like killing the game. I don't even watch golf, Brandon. Now look, y'all, um, our listeners, I know y'all are varied and wide. There's been a few randoms that hit me up on Twitter. Um, Thank y'all so much for listening and following. I do not understand golf. Excuse me. Let me take that back. I completely understand golf. I am not interested in golf. Um, Golf was only interesting to me, like many other Black people, when Tiger Woods entered and began to do well. Um, First, there's one just note about representation and how y'all whole thing was flipped on his head when Tiger Woods. Because when Tiger Woods came on the scene, is that when Happy Gilmore came out? Stop. Was no. It? No. Well, okay. I mean, he he was he was uh, he was a professional he golfer. He was a professional golfer. He was a professional golfer. Basically, in nineteen was it nineteen ninety seven is when he won his first Masters, and he was twenty one years old. He was a professional golfer before. Oh. That. I think he was a professional golfer in his in his He's late LeBron James late teams. Yeah, he was he was he was oh, he went. James. That's why uh, shout out to his son, great name Charlie Axel Woods. Um, he's eleven years old and like already on the on his on his path. And like that's around the time that people knew that like that Tiger was going to be a problem. That's hard. Yeah. Well, Tiger's son is also going to be a problem, apparently. Right. The That's man, what Charlie Axel Woods. Um, they, they, uh, Charlie Axel Woods, what? Say it. You got to say what you got to say about, about his name. Um, it, it reminds me of Twisted Metal. What a great game. What a great game. If you all that ever played Twisted hard. Metal with, 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 with the cars, there was a guy named Axel who was the only black guy that character. Um, but they why they give him no they give him no gave no, him protection. no protection. He was in like, two motorcycle. big wheels. He wasn't almost like he was two big wheels. He was in between two big wheels, strapped up Stop. like yes. arms, like like on some bondage stuff. It was very disturbing, twisted. Wow, metal. you um, remember his name? I thought Axel was the 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 uh, ice cream truck. No, 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 no. Twisted metal. I I what I would do to get hold of a twisted metal game. Hey y'all, Brandon used to go. Me and Brandon, Twisted Metal. Um, what was the what was the NBA hoops where it was a, uh, it was a, uh, it was before Jam NBA Jam. I yeah, think. yes, Lance. How you not know? I was like, I know you're not talking about that. And then yeah. also, I, one thing we did with our high school friends, and this was just on. I don't know how many people did this, but Madden, but rushing attack. Playing rushing attack on Madden and just listening to that the the soundtrack go over and over again like that hey, was so let's let you let me you let me drive the boat right Brandon yeah. I'm I'm kind of I'm letting the conversation go to where it's going all right okay and I want to talk a little bit about that about like growing up with different friends me and Brandon shared the same friends up until like maybe middle school maybe like I was in middle school and Brandon's friends were majority white um. I started to veer more towards my black friends. Uh, Justin was my was my interim was my was my light skinned interim to like um, my black my black my black <laughs> friends. You was transitioning out of white friends. Transition got, got a black friend with a white dad. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So Brandon, <laughs> Brandon's um Brandon's friends, right? Um, shout out to Eric. We will be in oh, Brandon's Eric. basement, and they had this game, which is very problematic to think now. Um, but it was called Spear the Queer. Or smear, 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 smear the queer, smear like like the same type of spear. It, it's the same I, concept. I always so look, y'all. I always thought it was spear because you would literally tackle the person. So like you would sit on opposite ends of the room, and then you would run at each other very quickly. And people just played it. Other. People played smear the queer. It was in the. It was in uh, Moonlight. They they were playing that game in in, in the movie Moonlight. The, How problematic is that? First of all, yeah. but second of all, um, it's called. I mean, the game is it's called that, and we apologize for the nomenclature. But it's really just tackle the guy with the ball, and the person goes back and forth, touching opposite walls until they get tackled. And obviously, obviously it was until I got was, tired. Listen, Brandon, that was me. That was me testing my superpowers. Out. That that was literally that was literally one of the fun moments. Like that was one of the best things because we would have sleepovers together. So I would just right. sit there and watch Brandon destroy, destroy these people, like you know, destroy everybody in the room, black, white. It didn't matter who was there. Whoever the stood up. Hey, why are white sleepovers just that much better? Unfortunately, it's because of, now I don't say that much better, but they have gadgets and gadgets. It's 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 like they literally the have the gadgets. Gap. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, it's I don't it's, want it's the racial wealth gap. It's the, racial, the, racial the pantry, the the snacks. Oh, I didn't know pantries. I didn't know. I, one of my five minute sets that I used to do in in New York was about uh, my first white sleepover and how. No, we've talked about we've talked yeah. about pantries on the podcast. I don't want to get into the pantries. I want no. To I'm not talking about pantry. I'm just saying my first white sleepover is like it was a big deal. Like I remember mom telling me how shit was going to go down. Like <clears throat> she said. um, Basically, in the morning when you wake up, there's going to be donuts on the table. That is breakfast. Like, that's what they call That's what they think is breakfast. Don't worry about it. You can eat it or not eat it. We're going to get some eggs and stuff after I pick you up. There was like, uh, she was, she asked, she said, she could put me on game. She was like, if you shower, if you shower, which I highly doubt you will, they might just give you a towel. Ask for ask for a wash rag so you can so use for that because they're not gonna give you one. Like I was like, and I, I I didn't think till later. Like how did my mom know so much? That's even talking about assimilation. Black people have mm-hmm. to know so much about white people to get ar- to yep. get around. It's yep. crazy. Just, just, and, just and white so people just found out about black people. You you had this sleepover staring at the subway uh, spread like. Oh my God! Look at this. But you got to keep your feelings inside. Like it's I do this I every this. night. I see this all the time. This ain't this ain't nothing. But look, I'm gonna wrap it back around. Now, when we talk about <laughs> privilege, and we talk about subways, <laughs> like ordering the the six the what, six the cookies subway. It was, it was like. Everything. No, they had the ones where you can make your own sandwich. They right would like go you can pick out. Bread. Go oh all out. My God, as many cookies so as you funny. want to. You can they're literally so be making funny. as much noise as you want in this big ass basement. So oh, they had a pool table down there. Come on, on carpet. When we do that. Um, but no, I want to talk. So let's talk about. Let's keep it going. I'm gonna use that to segue into because we were talking about like sons, sons and great yes. sons, right? Um, uh, shout out to Ser- Serena as well. Serena's daughter is getting into the tennis game, and uh, you know, you know, she's she's probably she's gonna be doing with with her Serena daughter, Williams. Yeah, her daughter. How old she's, is her daughter? She's young, but she got there. 
she was a part of the she was a part of the she was a part of the there's a group there's a text that or there's a tweet that went out with uh lebron james and Bronny, tiger woods and, and charlie serena williams and his daughter and then uh ice cube put up our ice cube son uh o'shea jackson jr from uh you know I mean, I, I don't want to say straight out Compton, but that's where he was at playing his father. But like he put it out there and it was like, let's make a thread of these famous father and son, uh, you know, entities and, and people out there out there in the wind. Oh, so everybody needs to like just understand that there's going to be a, uh, a class or a group or a demographic of famous people, children. Right. And that will consume a lot of our news, like our entertainment news. I, I feel like um, I feel like it already has. I mean, like Charlie Sheen's famous, dad is right, famous. Right. 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 But it's, I feel like it's it's more it's, it's to more of an extent now. Right. Like, you don't always know. You didn't know Rashida Jones was Quincy Jones's daughter. You did. You, like, I feel like met. it's not. It's, I don't think it's so much. There is a part of it, like, obviously, these people being older, but it's about us growing up with these people now. You know what I mean? It's straight like up, up. like there people like there people are looking at like draft classes of like um, Charles Woodson Jr. or like you know like basically like big name people juniors and like oh damn I've lived long enough to see the the child of this thing like and I guess it was like a or the or the train wreck. Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean yeah, it's, it's which, a, which, uh, come on Lionel Richie like thinking about Nicole Richie was only famous because that's she was Lionel Richie's daughter. Oh, that's disturbing, and it sucks. Like you gotta, I, I and I don't want my kids to be like. Anyway, so to talk about a child that probably ain't gonna be shit, Byron Trump, or excuse me, to talk about his daddy, um, Donald Trump has been. Well, I don't um, know Byron tall as hell. He might dunk on somebody. <laughs> They're more long. They got. They got. He little... will be the one though. He, he yes. will be the one to like flip on his family and be like. Tom Hanks's son, who speaks in Patois regularly. Now you um, mentioned this when we were when we were prepping. You do know that he had a rap career, and he uh, insisted on saying the N word and has defended it. And he's come back now, and that's when the Patois started. Um, but I don't want to get away from your joke. But I did want to let you know that you talk about Chad, and Chad has, has been known to be a rapper who raps the N word. Damn, Chad. Uh, I, will, I wanted to like you, bro. Remember, you do black things well. You get props, but you have to also follow black rules, and you just can't say that word, fam. But anyway, um, Donald Trump is trying to... Uh, well, there was an argument within the Oval Office between him, Michael Flynn, um, his former lawyer, and like all his aides. Um, and Michael Flynn floated around the idea of him declaring martial law so that he can overturn the elections or re uh revote like have people vote again um in the states that he lost he said you can take the military you can make them go into those cities and make them uh take the ballot again right and i was like and like his aides ever his aides there's a reason why i turned into arguments because his aides was like what are y'all fucking talking about y'all cannot be serious right now like are y'all talking about declaring martial law to overturn an election this is the most seditious most anti-patriotic this is the craziest stuff in the world um so that um 
So Trump, Trump is still he's still in he's still in there, y'all, and he's he's still tripping. He's, he's not like he's still in there because he wasn't he wasn't supposed to go anywhere. He still has time, and obviously it's gonna be January very soon, and the inauguration inauguration's coming. Could you imagine? Could you imagine like your uh, moving company saying, or not your moving, but your eviction? They saying, hey, you know, you gotta. It's not eviction. I don't, don't want to call it eviction, but like, hey, you gotta leave on this date. January 20th and you like all right I'll leave on January 20th but you ain't packed nothing you ain't like oh, got ready yeah. to move out like you you still yes. got so January 20th come and movers is there to take all your stuff out and you sitting there with all your stuff still in the house like you look you look crazy as hell. Well, it's also like when you were like adamant about not going to school and it was like no you going to school but you didn't like pack your book bag or get dressed properly or like do all stuff you were supposed to do by yourself to get ready for school. And then it's time to go. And you were, your mom was like, what's up? Like, we supposed to go to school. You ain't get, you ain't ready. He's like, well, what's going to happen now? I'm not ready for school. What, what are you going to do, mom? It looks like I might get a day off. It's like, no, get your ass up out of here. I'll send the stuff. Or you ain't going to school with nothing. You go to school half naked and with, without your, without your Lisa, Lisa Frank folder. Brandon thinks that joke is funny, but I resent it because I was the one that drove him to school and he would take forever to come outside as if he like, listen, y'all, it would piss me off so bad. Like yeah. I'll, I will be ready to leave. And Brandon, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know. I admittedly, I admittedly for a long time, and this hasn't changed recently, didn't have a lot of respect for other people's time. That's, I think that's, that encapsulates all of it. Never a lot of respect so, for other people's so time. So time out. So time out. While I was in, sitting in the cold ass car, like we still got to pick up things. We whatever. It's warming up, but it's still not. You know, the engine got to be moving for it. Anyway, I'm sitting there, piss beeping the horn, like calling you and everything else, and you are just like, what are you doing? You sitting in there, fuck. I don't know. I don't know. You were just sitting in there saying, fuck. Maybe, Lance. maybe no, not fuck Lance, but like, fuck your time. Like I should have left. I should like. I mean, but the same thing with Karen. Karen, uh, shout out to Eric. She picked me up before football practice. She'd be waiting out there for a long time, waiting for my ass to get out there. Like, this was something I did frequently, and it was. And I'm not. I don't know. I was. I was hurt. Hurt people. Hurt people. You know what I'm saying? I peeled since then. I'll tell you, like I'm not rebelled in specific ways. I've I've come back around. I apologize. Slow people make other slow people late. It's terrible. Oh man. Um, what you call it? So that's one. Trump vaccines is out. Get your vaccine today at Costco. You know anybody uh, who's gotten the vaccine? Nope. I know some people that's gotten the vaccine, and uh, a friend of mine who Terry birthday's uh, January uh, December twenty third. Uh, she turns her phone off on her birthday because like she doesn't want to like think about. The fact that nobody's reaching out. It's pretty sad shit. But anyways, um, she's working as a medical student at, at Ohio State University. And she said that there's like some like hierarchy beef amongst medical practicing doctors and stuff like that. They're like, they mad that they get the vaccine on. They scheduled to get it Wednesday instead of Tuesday. And it's like, y'all, everybody just chill. Everybody going to get it. Y'all going to get it. Everybody's supposed to get it. Going to get it. Everybody can mm. chill. She got the vaccine. I was being ignorant on the phone with her. Michelle was talking to her. I was like, I said, so you got some symptoms now? She's like, it's not good. I was like, don't you, when you get vaccine, don't you get a little bit of whatever you try to get vaccinated from? Like, you ain't got right. no foggy, you ain't got foggy brain? I, said, I you think can that still was taste. valid. 
I think that was valid. I think those well, are valid yes. questions. Of course you would. But no, I've seen I've I've known some people that have gotten vaccines and uh they they still they like, you know, you know, you, you you take the picture, you put it in black and white and you post it, and it's like uh yeah, okay. It, I mean it's hell, it is part of history. It's first I mean, this is we're in uncharted territory still. The fact that help is on the way and is here, quote unquote, is its own its own thing. But Lance is I Lance had a great take. Lance had a great take on it. And I told I told Terry this as well. Uh said, uh, would you say uh, I treat vaccines like getting a new uh game system? Y'all y'all yeah. can buy it off fresh off the lot, deal with the bugs, and I'll I'll yeah. I'll, I'll get it when whatever, when it's discounted yeah. and fixed and you know. Come on. I didn't buy a PlayStation 4 until like two years ago. All right. I'm I am here for the wait. I'm here for the um, kind of process time between the two, and see y'all. I, they 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 have different companies making the vaccine, right? So like, at first you're like, good, you know, I have a choice, or good, more companies are kind of pitching in. But to me, all I see is like a wholesale on couches, and two couch stores like are trying to offload their couches. It's like, here, try my couch. My couch is good for your back. Oh, no, try my couch. My couch doesn't come, you know, only comes with a little Bell's palsy. It's stop. It's a, it's the same as when these uh, hand sanitizers came out, like when the when COVID started, people was making hand sanitizers like a mother. And the, was the COVID you needed, uh, whatever, Corona-19, you needed um, 70% or more of like alcohol to for it to be effective so people was putting out like just like 69.9 percent to the point now where i was i've seen a lot of hand sanitizers that i'm so used to the 99.9 i've seen some 99 hand sanitizers i'm like okay does this shit even work like what like what, what y'all doing with that point nine you know what i'm saying but there has been a real competition and a push and a challenge to like provide the thing that people need because I think the government's paying for it anyway. So like it's like, yeah, you, you, why not why not why not get the get the vaccine when 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 available, I guess. I, I don't know. I think I'm more interested in the uh Walgreens spit test that's like 20, 20 second or twenty minutes to find out if you have COVID or not. Uh mm-hmm. I think that's kind of more beneficial for the majority of America while everyone kind of slowly gets their vaccines, but Hey, it's out here. People are getting the shots in their arm and people are, you know, I think they said their side one of the side effects is like feeling really sick uh one of those days, like two one, two or three days afterwards. Um, and like getting like feeling really sick, but then bouncing back afterwards. Obviously, you expect that with uh any type of vaccines that you would have to get take. But I don't know. Lance, you seem like you're uh yeah, I don't even know how yeah, when do you think you would even you probably I'm not I'm not I'm not going to the uh, the I went to Africa. Right. I went to Senegal and you're supposed to they you give drink you some like, water. And you good. They give you this yellow card and the yellow card has like all these shots you're supposed to take. And each shot has like a price number next to it. So like if you was to get all the shots necessary, 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 necessary to go out of the country, it will cost like twelve thousand dollars on god brandon like the amount of these no, shots I, I believe you. so so the doctor is going through the shots like do you want to get this do you want to get this do you want to get this i was like doc which one do i need like sure well i mean you don't need any of them you might definitely want some malaria pills and da 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 so how much is malaria pills she said uh sixty dollars a pill i was like 
look, I'm taking my chances. I'm just going to go stop. over there. Get Ain't no stop. I didn't take no malaria. You pills. didn't get didn't no get, type of immunity when you went over to you, Africa? You had to, you had to Not get Not immunity, one. but you didn't get no vaccines. There was one shot. I think it was like two shots. Yellow fever and measles. I think those was like the two that you had to get. Um, even if you had already been vaccinated as a child and everything else, like you had to get those two. Um, but other than that, no, no. Oh, actually, you know, talking, we're talking about stories from our childhood. Here's another funny story. This is the definite, this is like, this oddly enough defines Lance and I in a very real way. Lance almost died when he got the chicken pox. I had it so lightly that everybody thought I was going to get it again. Yes. <laughs> yes. See, people don't understand that either. Brandon's immune system and just in general internal workings have always been good. He's never needed braces. He's nope. never needed glasses. Never had like a cavity. I'm, I've always been the deficient child. And again, this this feeds to that. This feeds to the Muhammad Ali theory. I'm just saying. But Brandon. You're not deficient. You reckless and you don't give a fuck about advice unless you get it, taken it yourself. Okay. What what is advice got me not taking advice? Don't eat my that teeth candy. Were crooked. My teeth were still crooked, Brandon. I, like um, I had a head full of teeth without candy even being represented to my diet. What are you talking? You know about? what's so funny about thinking about going back and thinking about your headgear that you was wearing? I I didn't make fun of you for any of those things. I was like envious of you, you that you had to like get yeah. you got to wear a helmet to bed. Yeah, Brandon wanted that for some strange reason. It's, it's like little brother envy, but the big brother's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" No, I wear braces and glasses because Lance had them. What the braces? Good. This was this so so this so sweet. Um, but no, Brandon. Not only that, I had allergies real real bad. Brandon had eczema oh. as a child. Like Brandon had eczema. That was like eh. But I was allergic to everything. They did the uh, they do a test when to, to see if you're allergic to stuff. People know that. Little, little dots on your on your arm 87 on your allergens back. on on your back or whatever and they on see your what, back with what in flames listen Ed, there were so many they was like oh my god there's a lot of stuff inflamed on here so my mom had to get rid of her cat because lance was allergic to cats dogs uh all that and i, I was thinking i did the same test i was the only thing i was allergic to was kentucky bluegrass which is ironic because i was playing football and like <laughs> I was, I was allergic to the grass. So it wasn't even eczema. Like, I was allergic to the grass. I'm allergic to the grass in Kentucky. And his superpower makes his skin turn into the rock monster from Fantastic Four. The thing where we grass, where allergies touch out. it, you know, to protect his skin. Now, me, on the other hand, I had to get two shots a week, two allergy shots a week. That's how severe my allergies were. I had to keep yeah. Benadryl. I had to keep Claritin. Stay with a lollipop. Like I had to. I always had to go to the doctor. One of the worst times my mother ever like spanked me or whooped me was because of the allergy thing. So I'm not comfortable with needles. I'm not comfortable with like medical procedures. You know what I mean? I smoke tobacco quite regularly. I can feel it in my chest. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I can feel it in my chest. And Just I'm stop killing sure. yourself one of these months. No, Just hey, for a little so bit. I go on. I go on my little cleanses. You probably wait. You probably winking in your 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 superpowers. Whatever, man, is here. No, so that's the thing too. Is to talk about like setting your intentions. I, I have been like really beating myself up lately about 
doing certain things, but whatever, I'm still doing it. And I'm pretty <clears> sure, <throat> like, I, I read palms right now. I'm putting my hand up to the camera, and if y'all can see my lifeline, um, it cuts off at a certain point. It continues, but I go through some near-death experience at some point in my life. Um, yeah, yeah, that shit look sure. like that might have been what Jesus' shit looked like. It's it's on both of them. It's on both. Damn. What do you mean when you say you can't? We you read palms? Oh, look at my shit. Put it my, my palm, my palm, my shit split into two. But it's just strong. I become a Siamese twin at some point. No, you, no. All that means is like you have. Oh no, it means you have two two lives. I think that one is going to be your success and your fame life, and the other is going to be your like personal internal life and fame. But okay, yeah. whatever you say, you don't want to read palms. Continue. I do. I do. So um, so I know this. This is an excuse to get a girl's hand in your hand. I know that. I am very in tune with those things, um, and I know that one day uh, I will. I'm, you know, I might have cancer. I might get lung cancer. It's just one of those realities that I've kind of come to terms with and partaking in my particular oh, life. Why you know though? I, I I I reject that strongly because, like, talk about self improvement. I got this ice in my mouth. Talk about self improvement. Like, why not take control? of your life and like just just do right and 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 not do right but like just heal yourself because you have the ability to yeah um i think it's more a personality trait like a soul personality trait that's been imprinted on my soul like wherever i was in in Uh, some people call that trauma no 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 it's like og stuff it's like I was some wise old man in the African village hitting my pipe, you know, like an OG. You feel me? It's, you know, and people, there's people who smoke and live to be a hundred. You, you know, know what OGs like, are? The people that have been through some shit, AKA trauma. Well, either way, um, it's imprinted on my soul and I feel the most um, myself, unfortunately, when I'm doing it. So I need to change those things or make, you know, add different personalities about or add different pieces to uh define myself that's all that means bb i get it i'm going to stop no no i don't need you to stop i just want if you do if you, i mean this person i heard you say you failed tobacco in your lungs uh i i say if if it's if it's if it's getting close to like you actually feel like it's it's unhealthy because you are uh what Not you're a year away from your jesus year uh, which I take a lot of uh, of faith in, or a lot of put a, put a lot of weight in. Um, Thirty three years old. Shout out to TT. She's in her Jesus year. Four months away from that, and I thought that twenty thirty two was. I thought I was in my Jesus year. Nope, thirty three. Thirty three. <gasps> okay, even better because that's another thing I've been pushing. I, that's another way I've been like convincing myself, like. I quit on my birthday. I always like my New Year's resolutions always happen on my birthday. So when I stop things, it's usually around my birthday. Um, but I say all that to say, like, I don't know what I said that to say for. Oh, 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 sound like oh, might need clear your throat though. No, 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 no. If I get cancer, if I get cancer, Doctor Sebi diet and whatever Gregory Isaac was on, or um, yeah, that's the comedian's name, Gregory Isaac. Um, whatever those two cats was on, right? That's what I'm going to be on, natural stuff. Don't come at me with no chemo. Okay. Don't come at me with none of that. So here's the, uh, uh, January 1st, Michelle and I are going to be, and you should know this on your side of town, because uh, we're going to be back in Louisville. 
uh, around this time. But January 1st, we're doing vegan for a month just to see what our bodies do. Saying no to all animal proteins. That includes fish. That includes eggs. That includes cheese. Like we're shutting ourselves off from animal products for the month of January just to see how we feel on the other side of it. And uh, we're kind of scared, but also excited about it. And it uh, should be should be fun. And, like it's always nice to give your body a little re- reset. That's why people do like water fast and certain like, yeah, juice cleanses yeah. and things like letting right. your pH right. body pH levels in your own body kind of level out because everything that you put in your body does have an effect on you. So you said mm-hmm. that all the things you do to help you be your best version of you. I think that's the best version of you that you would like, but maybe uh, one just comfortable, not, not, not best version, but just, well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like this is something that you prefer and like challenging yourself to do, to tap into another version of yourself on some super Saiyan shit. You might need to like take something off to pick up something else. Like discipline is a big part of, of, of survival. In my opinion, that's what my I, best that's version. I like to push. My best version of myself was my like 16, 17 year old self before I started Stop. masturbating. <laughs> Have you thought about taking just like a month off of that? I, yeah, I, yeah, I do. All my vices are enjoyed um, separately. So it's like I may be doing one thing more than I'm doing another thing. Uh, so like I'll be smoking a lot of marijuana one month and then I'll smoke a lot of tobacco on the next and they never simultaneously just be indulged in at the same time. So, so you tell me you never smoke weed, <clears throat> a black and masturbate at the same time. Don't talk about my day like that, Brandon. All right. <laughs> it was a rough, it was a rough day. It's a Monday. It's this is actually a, a pretty good sex, sex uh, segue into your sex workers conversation. Great segue into sex conversation. So, y'all, the reason why we do these things, right? We have these vices is to relieve ourselves of like the pent up things in ourselves, right? Smoking helps stress uh, of the day of having to deal with a boss or whatever, right? Whatever stress you're doing, something about killing yourself makes you feel just that much better. Um, makes you feel uh, in control. Shakespeare said that um, uh, ejaculating was a form of death. Right. He said to um, it was like a type of uh, death. Right. And it is when we get close, when we get close to death, we we find ourselves at kind of peace or at the Zen moment. And let me let me wait a minute. Let me jump in right there. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. maybe J.D. Selinger or one of the American writers, it may be uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. I can't remember who said it, but uh, he said basically like. Obviously, we know the English language has so many words and extra words, like more words than any other language, um, because we like to be flowery and, and artistic and, you know, more words to explain things. Well, one of those authors said that as soon as we name a feeling, that feeling has lost its true meaning and true, like, true essence, right? Because they were saying, like, in math in masturbation in a climax you're grunting and 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 uh just letting out things and you can't say anything right like you you, no words are formed that is a true form of essence of of feeling and that word that those are words that don't that aren't bogged down with a specific definition or syllables and things like that so so yeah that's an interesting concept uh around that but anyways continue 
Ah. Uh, I, I, I was trying to talk to her and then I got dick choked. Dick choked. <laughs> yeah, dick choked. You know, when you like, you about to come, oh. but you can't say anything. Right? You just like, oh, right. Or dick I like choke. That. See what you just did, though? You just gave it a name. That's the and exact that opposite. It that's the exact opposite. Now it's not, trying, now it's not I'm special. I'm trying to anymore. take it out. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm, I don't yeah. want that. It doesn't need to be special. It doesn't need Mission to be special because it doesn't need to be special because it should just be regulated. So I just want to. I just want to say I, are, I I completely disagree with what he's saying thus far, and I want to know just how much I disagree. So I'm gonna let you get your get your shit off. What? Okay. Look, I will spend the rest of the time convincing you on why this is the proper way to go. All right, y'all. So look. First of all, sex work, right? We when we talk about sex work, we are talking about um, specific things, all right? Um, people always try to say prostitution, but that is kind of derogatory. There's always criminality um, attached to it, and it's always attached to like this under subversive culture or whatever. But what is the oldest profession in history, Brandon? Prostitution. Bada boom, bada bing. All right, there's nothing, there's there's nothing on this planet that has sell better than vagina or penis, for that matter. But sexual pleasure or sexual fulfillment, nothing sells better than sexual fulfillment. And there are people going around without sexual fulfillment. There's a listing of terrorists called incels, um, or they're not terrorists. They're a personality trait of domestic terrorists. Incels. Incels are uh, normally white men between the ages of 18 and 35 who are virgins and have never had sex with anybody. Incels are 95% um, the makeup of school and mass shooters. So mass shootings and schools are comprised of these incels who are sexually frustrated. Imagine if they lived in a society where prostitution was as available as going to buy a car or excuse me where sexual fulfillment was as available they spent thousands of dollars on ar-15s on rifles and everything else when they could spend thousands of dollars on some top of the line uh, vagina you know what i'm saying like if y'all only like oh matter of fact let me do this um there are countries, so the, the countries that have legalized prostitution. I went to uh, Senegal and prostitution is legal there. You literally, they give you a, um, they give you a uh, license, like, a, like, you know, it's a license. Like a dentist. <laughs> yep, yep. Only <laughs> when they tell you to open your mouth, it ain't, it ain't for a stethoscope, you know what I'm saying? Um, I know stethoscopes don't go in mouths, but anyway, um, <laughs> there are places. Why is this not popping up? Brandon, how do you hit the link? Oh, there we go. The countries where prostitution is legal is legal. New Zealand, Australia, Austria, Bangladesh, and Belgium. All right, so we're going to go with those. Those are the top five. Okay, um, two of those countries. were... Two of those were... Um... I mean, countries that were started literally of criminals. It was like like New Zealand and Australia were where they just put people that that was like a jail country, and then it just became its own nation. So like that's kind of uh, I feel like that's connected in a way. But continue. 
yeah no it, i'm sure i'm sure it is connected in a way because um because that's what it is right we criminalize the individual but there are things about the human nature that are just natural and you know why criminalize them and it's so funny new zealand hold on australia and new zealand are both covid free all right now i'm not a i'm not an academic but i'd love to see the correlation between prostitution and uh like the openness of medical testing so that's another thing that these places where uh sex work is legalized um like there are regular checkups, right? Some have like to where if you register as a prostitute, you have to have so many medical checkups a year. Um, they have, it's just a, it's, you know, it's just a, a more open state of medical procedures, so on and so forth. Um, sex work is also turning. So, you know, OnlyFans is, you know, a uh, Fortune 500 company damn near, right? Like OnlyFans is about to turn into uh, the new Silicon Valley um, once, you know, stuff is kind of, when, when we legalize like sex work. Um, recently, Instagram banned pole dancing. They banned pole dancing from being uploaded to your feed. So strippers could no longer show their routines on Instagram. But if you are like doing it under workout, right, or body fitness, um, you got like yoga pants on and a sports bra, then you can gladly swing on your pole and Instagram won't say nothing about it. Um, the sex working community got really upset about this. So there was a boycott on Sunday. Calling strippers sex workers? Any uh, sex workers are defined by anybody who sells um sex or sexual acts like like the the okay yeah yeah so that's how sex workers define it's like you could be stripping on only fans but if that's your content then like that's termed as sex work okay that's a that's a good aim dope i think you've done enough i was waiting for okay. you to convince me um okay. i don't think you have you're just kind of it's like it's like saying, like, I really, really like to smoke tobacco. It's legal to purchase cigarettes. This has to be good. It's like feeding into a vice that you deem as natural because we're humans and have free will and have the ability to kill ourselves, even if, uh, you know, we're not in any imminent, imminent danger, doesn't justify the the act of legalizing the thing or, or putting it into practice so that it is uh, normalized. Like, I think those urges and physical things that you're talking about aren't natural. I mean, they're natural in the way that because we are, are all animals, but we are not like animals because we have the ability to think and we have consciences. And uh, I think that I think it, it speaks to the beauty of who we are. Are you frozen? No, I'm listening to your. Uh, oh my gosh, you do so. You do so. You do you do so well. Sitting still, I can't. I, this I, is I, a great for. Zoom. I won every staring contest in my elementary school. <laughs> That's so funny. I got a different story. I got I got a different story about that. But yeah, I, I don't think that. Um, just because uh, there's a universe, like just because universally we all 
like like sex and are drawn to sex in a specific way doesn't mean <clears throat> that that is uh that it is it should be regulated in a way to that people can profit off of it um and i'm not like what what is that this- but you believe in alcohol you believe in like the legalization of marijuana you believe in the legalization of no i don't i don't have anything to do like i don't I don't, there's no believing in any of those things. Those things exist. And that is, that is the way the world works. I don't, I don't have. So does prostitution. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't. Yeah, but that th- that doesn't mean, like, I, I'm talking specifically about your argument. Like. No, but your, but your argument is based in a morale or a morality, um, like stratum. Like so the, like, de- the devil, the devil is uh was a angel and he is a liar and he is made to tempt and make you worship demigods like sex and money and like vices that are are not of anything of substance that that give you anything other than pleasure and i don't believe that life is about being happy and and pleasure and all the things like i think life is about about compromise and sacrifice and i think longevity comes in compromise and sacrifice and i think people who decide to give in to those desires and exude those things at the highest level uh find life to be very short and also very empty in a lot of different ways yeah no i i dig where you're coming from it's very um christiany you know i mean it's very like morally european right it's like there is a the, we, we, we place morality on certain things, certain vices, certain animal natures, and then call ourselves better. But that is, I know, the, I'm not saying any of that. Well, no, 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 I know. I'm this is, I'm just saying what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying you're saying any of this. I'm saying that you your said, argument you did. is based you said in, my, you said my, my take is your argument is based in these Christianity things, like, and European. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying, no, I'm saying I, the foundation of that, like the, why, like, why would you, like, why would you say that? legalization of sex is wrong but the legalization is wrong or okay excuse me not wrong I, but I, I was just feeding missing. no 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 let's talk about feeding into okay. i know your, your your argument is feeding into one's great deepest uh, desires primal primal nature primal right. so feeding into one's primal nature is animalistic and denying yourself of those primal instincts is of god Right, because you said the devil uh, I was think, like I think purely I, primal. Yeah, I, I mean, like you can you can take liar. that for the Christianity part of it, but I think it is of, I think more so of of God. It is of life. But life is about balance, right? Any monk, any Buddhist, any like uh, Christian, like there are other religions, right? That aren't just Christianity. They have, um different outlooks on what that sacrifice and compromise looks like right it's it's not it's it's a balance you just mentioned two religions that abstain from all things and i don't think that's balanced no no but they don't abstain from all things to assume that they are closer to god they abstain they they, they do they 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 take away all things to be closer to god they shun all things that aren't meditation and and practicing and teaching uh, the word 
No, I mean I'm, like talk, I'm talking know. about the ones you you mentioned. You said Buddhist and no, monks. I get that, but I feel like you don't uh, Buddhist monks, right? It's it's the same. Monks are different, and it's then not you the can same. talk about. Different. I mean, they they can no be the monks same, are but no monks is a distinction. Things. Monks are a distinction in within a religion, right? There's Christian monks, there's Buddhist monks, there's you know monks right. go across the board. Buddhism is the religion that I was talking about, and I feel like you're not well versed enough to assume that that is what they're doing when they're seeking enlightenment right like um that what is what they're doing abstaining from their primal natures and everything else and i would also argue brandon that you i'm not talking about just primal nature i'm talking about like like ingesting of entertainment like any anything i mean what the catholic church the catholic church ingesting little boys you know what i'm saying like when we talk about the facade or the hypocrisy of religion like it's one thing that is practice what you preach. It's good that you are in, as an individual practicing what you're preaching, but for the whole, we can't assume, I'm not going to assume, but right. But like, I mean, with our experiences, everybody's had an experience with a, a preacher that resembled the devil as a liar more than God as oh, a righteous man. Right. Like we can always have our examples of the devil takes who, many forms and and fell short and everything but i don't believe my my thought process is more um portugal so in portugal they decriminalized everything right um and because of it they have more money to put into clinics for folks so uh, heroin's not uh not is it's legal you they not legal but it's decriminalized so you can have heroin and pick you up you were sleeping on the street or something, they're going to put you in a facility and try to get you back on your feet, right? Because there's uh, public funds for that. And I'm not, I want to make it clear that I'm not denouncing the legalization of things that were legal or deemed as bad or immoral. I'm saying that your justification of why sex work should be legal I don't agree with because it's it, because you're you're saying that it's like giving people what they want and I'm saying we are made to it's not it's not one it's need it's need if 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 some if some kitty cat is yeah. gonna keep uh cal ritter from that's why i guess that's Daniel exactly Ruth, why you know I'm, I'm pushing against it because it's not need like you just mentioned buddhist monks and things are like there there's people that exist in in life and do not participate i think i think you're trying to universalize desires to the point where feeding into them is a, a good thing and i'm saying that you can't universalize how people uh, handle whatever is going on in, for them internally. Okay. Nobody is born a Buddhist monk, by the way. Feel me? Nobody's born no. a monk. So they had to, they're all, they've always like, were led to that path after indulging in those things those primal things and saying you know this wasn't healthy for me and i'm all and i'm i'm here with you i agree that to recognize your vices is to be a healthier person to abstain from those vices is to be a healthier person right that no but, i'm not saying that but, but it's not to it's but it's not to well, what are you saying you said i'm like, saying i'm saying there's there's no justification in feeding into your vices as the as like good for humanity no what are you talking about yes it is brandon the, the prohibition caused more like 
extrajudicial killings and murders and bribery and corruption within states because of bootlegging right because people were going against the law which was supposed to be moral that's the thing people confuse the law with morality and that's what i feel like you're doing a little bit it's like you're confusing by bringing in the morale of feeding into one's desires when i'm talking about just the law and as humans how we can evolve and you're saying this is what i'm assuming you're saying um people feeding into their prime primal natures is not how we evolve society it's the opposite we devolve because we're feeding into that primal nature and i'm telling you that actually you're not like the fact that it's no longer i'm not, taboo. Saying, I never, I'm not saying that we're devolve i just, i'm just saying that there's no there's no justification that feeding into desires is a, a way of regulating those desires uh me personally me personally i differ yeah i know but like that but that's i mean that's why you are you are and i am who i am like that's a that's a Mm -hmm. big a big difference because i i do think that there is longevity in my opinion there's longevity and it's not about morality there's longevity in abstaining from things that are that 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 that, what uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not here for the morale, uh, morality conversation. I'm here for the sex work conversation and just also kind of the hypocrisy within our society that um, on one hand says you can't dance on a pole um, and promote your talent. Oh, I mean, I think it's completely I, I do think it's crazy that America hasn't already legalized, but they have in certain states and areas and in. And, 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 uh what is territories like that there is uh, but, uh, yeah there is yeah exactly like that 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 is that is a thing because like but america i guess you can't use america in my opinion it's hard for me to use america as a as a guiding light for how things should be done uh based because all the other things that we constantly say negatively about how America is ran and it is the system that is the issue at its core and it can't just be an issue for the things that you find it as an issue it, the, the the system is an issue at, in totality yeah. and that one of those totalities is sex workers and it being the it oldest and, and it's, it's humanities it's a, it's a it's a fault and a flaw of humanity uh and I don't think that's, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I just don't see it as a flaw. I just, I just don't, um, I see it as healthy, uh, exercising of your sexual libido, so on and so forth. Like if people could walk into Walmart and go in the back and get some head, like they would, they would not be so mad about their boss yelling at them right they would not be so mad about the workload no, i think i think a lot of people need to heal and a lot of people are hurting and a lot of people take uh shortcuts to feeling good and i think sex is one of those things drugs is one of those things tobacco is one of those things alcohol is one of those things like i think their healing is a really hard and long process that you have to look internal for and you have to look in your mirror and see yourself as an issue as well and i think people aren't aren't prone to do that and realize that as a reality so yes in that concept of trying to 
solve the issue of you being bullied and trying to, you know, get that off. Yeah, maybe getting your rocks off is going to help you. But guess what? One girl is going to say no. And now you're a murderer. Like, I, I don't I, I think I think one I think what? You're not worried about the girl saying no because you can pay fifty dollars to somebody's gonna say yes. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's a murderer. There's there's no murderers in a society. The most popular murderer in the history of murderers is Jack the Ripper, who was famous for murdering prostitutes after he had sex with them and paid them. Like that. Like that's. What are you I mean, that's about? just a psychopath, Brandon. If but, a, but, a but I'm saying, like, but I'm saying, like, that's not. That's no not. A, but I'm saying that's not. You're acting as if it's a band aid, and I'm telling you, that's not. Like, sick people are sick people. Hurt people are hurt people. Like, uh, flawed. Like, people who are dealing with pain and confusion and want to lash out to to try to to try to solve those things. Sex isn't uh, being able to pay for sex isn't going to help that thing at all like that's, that's what i'm saying like thinking, thinking that's going to regulate i think we're i think in my opinion that's just you're putting people you're putting sex workers in harm's way by getting them in front of people who are who are so hurt and so distraught that they think that they need to solve these yeah. issues by paying 50 dollars and getting the blow yeah. job you're, you're not you're not you're putting them in harm's way by having it illegal and like the most seedious and like ill-intended people it's people that have already gone down that path of being hurt and they're already damaged it's like so like that's the thing like you're that's that's you're speaking as if like once that happens there's no turning back and i and i think that people can heal at any point in time so like you can't just like oh now i want to make it i want to make it clear everybody i would never pay for sex personally i'm just i don't i i just personally would never Pay for sex. You heard if you've listened to the podcast, me and Brandon talked about how we haven't really been to strip clubs like that. I don't uh, enjoy strip clubs like that, but I do have friends who strip and I want to support their small business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here for that. I think that they're attractive. I ching i'll pay for that fans only page but as far as like paying them to do something to me physically um i would never i would never go that far i but i think that it should be your option if that is what you want to do i think hurt people hurt people and uh the yeah i I can just leave it at that i think hurt people hurt people and i think uh making it way for people to heal in a quick way of like during their high is 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 not a is not a good way to solve problems. I, t- I mentioned before John Mulaney just checked into rehab in Pennsylvania. He's a very uh, popular comedian uh, who's you know writes for SNL and things like that. He just checked in for cocaine and, and alcohol abuse, and you know that's something that's common with celebrities of his magnitude. But I do think that they find happiness in places where it's not very long. It's not, it's, it's short lived. And I think yeah. sex is one of those things. It's like, I've mentioned before, you know, Lil Wayne, as soon as I come, I come to my senses. Like, I, I think there's a reality to the quick fix of those things and those vices that in all actuality to get real closure and, and healing in a different mindset, it takes a lot more work and and uh inner dialogue that like people aren't necessarily open to and therapy that people aren't necessarily open to they're much it's much easier to pay for you know whatever you know vice du jour 
than it is to pay for the therapy to kind of just learn why you think of, and this is kind of going all the way left with it, but why you think of women as a means to an end to make you feel better versus like a human who, I mean, not to say that they're they're not human, but I do think there's some dehumanization that comes with sex work. And that's my main, uh, that's my main argument against it. Ah, I see your argument. Good argument. Good argument. Yeah, but uh, we we went we went long. It's, I, sometimes I feel like we lose people because I we just go go too too deep into it. But I mean, let's be real. Prostitution is going to be legal by the time Carter is uh, eighteen. Um, unsung hero, the Grinch. I mean, are we? The, you know, the, I usually wrap up with my Christmas thing, so I was like. Are we good? Did you have anything like um, sports has been on? I didn't finish watching the game, but I think the Bengals beat the Steelers. Did they beat them? No way. The Bengals beat the Steelers. Yes. I, I wasn't paying attention yes. to the game at all. They was they was winning at halftime. What? I didn't watch the rest of the game. It was up. I mean, okay. I mean, uh, so um, I know. Wow. Bengals three beat them, and ten. Listen, I've been talking about how the Steelers have been a flawed football team from the jump. I can't believe the Baltimore Ravens didn't get a chance to knock them off when they was when they was uh basically the Baltimore Ravens lost to them, making them ten and zero. They're weren't as good as I've I've always said they were. They've been losing games left and right. That is a division loss. Great for the Ravens. I cannot believe that happened. The Cincinnati Bengals. I don't even know who's playing quarterback for them since Joe Burrow uh, is out. Some 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 livers or something like that. Whatever he was, he's cold because he just because he did it. Um, he did do it. He was, that, he was playing some scrappy ball. He was getting smacked too, though. I cannot believe. So that that is that is great. I thank you for sh- shouting out. So the the Ravens are on the hunt. They're on the. They might be on a tear. Every game's a playoff game at this point in time because they're trying to get into the playoffs. And I think they they should they should get to the point where they can possibly win. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs and the AFC is going to be the big game. So especially who's going to play. And a lot of people think the Buffalo Bills are going to play the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship. I'm hoping the Ravens get a chance to exact revenge on the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship. Uh, the Patriots got knocked out of the uh, the Patriots got knocked out of the AFC East. I mean, they, they they did not win the AFC East and they would not be in the playoffs for the first time in 13 years or whatever. How many years since Tom Brady has been there? This is the first time they have not make it to the uh, – they got knocked off by – um, Tua Tonga Bailoa, uh, Miami Dolphins. The first time Bill Belichick has lost to a rookie quarterback. That's some. That was a great storyline. With all this being said, I didn't watch a bunch of football. I kind of was like forgot. It's been nice being on vacation and this time of year where they play football games on Saturdays. So mm-hmm. uh, you know you got Aaron Rodgers and the MVP conversation, um, all those different things. Uh, basketball is about to start up on Christmas Day. Uh, the NBA is is going to be very real. Ball State won a MAC championship. Shout out to them. They beat Buffalo um, in handed fashion. <clears throat> it, was, it was up and down for a little bit, but it ended up being handed fashion. Notre Dame lost in hand and fashion to uh, the Clemson. I was I was way off by saying they lose by one point, and you were way off by saying they lose by six. They lost by twenty one points, but they're still in the national championship. I not championship. They got they made the college football playoffs. They play Alabama on January first, and uh, Clemson plays Ohio State, and that's controversial because Ohio State only played five games this year because of the COVID uh, and games getting canceled, but. Everyone in Notre Dame is feeling kind of nervous about this Alabama 
Notre Dame matchup, obviously, Alabama has Alabama's two, about to smack y'all. Alabama has two Heisman Trophy candidates, the running back. Alabama's about to smack y'all. Uh, one of the best wide receivers Alabama's ever had. Um, smack the gold out, y'all. We don't, we don't know that. Um, but even if they do win, did you see the hit? They have to play Clemson. They have to play Clemson. Uh, they have to play Clemson again because Clemson's probably going to beat Ohio State. <sighs> I'm going to send you a clip. There, there was a um, uh, Alabama player. Uh, of Florida, they were just playing Florida, right? Yes, in the uh, SEC championship. Florida um, got an interception and was running back, and an Alabama person hit the the guy so hard that he dropped the ball and they got the ball back. But like when I tell you fumble. this receiver, the fumble, yes, <laughs> yes, um, it was interception and then a fumble, right? Okay, um, yes. But the way he hit him, like they about to eat y'all alive. That's not good. I was I, I Najee Harris is the running back that I was talking about this the Heisman uh, candidate and I did I tweeted I was like I'm excited about the matchup I'm feeling optimistic about Notre Dame's chances for whatever reason but I am I do get sad thinking about Notre Dame trying to tackle Najee Harris he's like literally like Derrick Henry back at Alabama and you know Derrick Henry is uh, is who Derrick Henry is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's the football roundup. I am excited about basketball coming back. Uh, Cal Kuzma signed the extension with the Lakers, um, so he's coming back. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like uh, Alex Caruso is a better player than him at this point in time. Uh, James Harden got gained a little weight during over the quarantine, which is so funny to see him fat. Do you see those pictures of a uh, fat James, uh, James? Yeah, James Harden. Yeah, I've been listening. Oh, and to then you sent you sent me you sent me something recently about if, if fat is a bad word. Yeah, man, I I I wasn't sure if I wanted to get into that on this podcast, but um, and I knew I shouldn't have did it, but I like so me and Brandon. This is another thing we talk about us growing up. Um, we ate whipped cream like just with a spoon, like we would take a spoon, the biggest spoon. Okay, 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 okay. This not whipped cream. This is uh, Cool Whip hydroxyl oil. That that, that's yeah, whipped cream in a spoon is like. Putting the canister, which is whippets, basically in a spoon. No, we did the the oil, the cool and cool yes. whip. We all know. Yes. All my fat people out there know cool whip and, and, and whipped cream, two different things. And see, so I'm really the best pie have both on them. So you can say that. You can say all my fat people, because you've been fat your entire life, right? <laughs> um, life, yes. Or just big, right? I, I've always said no, no, big. No, no. I, I, mean, I think I'm, I'm I'm pretty fat. We got some pictures of me as a child owning it. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely, I, yeah, fat is definitely like or here. I always say, so, people to, so. no, like, I, I tell people this to give them a, a really good example of it. Since I've been 14 years old, I am now 30 years old. Since I was 14 years old, I've been anywhere between 275 and 333 pounds. Mm. So you tell me. And, the, and when I say, and I say thir- 14, because when I was 13, uh, in middle school, I was probably around. 265. I mean, in seventh grade, I was 260. I mean, I want to go from when you was first diagnosed with obesity, and I feel like that was before <laughs> I think all that was, that. It was like it was like by the scale and by the the thing. Yeah, like they yes, said, you're was, obese. Uh, yeah. Yes, that I remember being at the doctor's office when they said that. I feel like I was there. <laughs> 
and they broke this news to you that was just dire. I was like, oh my God, my brother has obesity. Like, really? Oh, like no. when, I'm feeling, when I'm feeling in my fattest, I definitely watch 600 pound, uh, my 600 pound life. And I was like, okay, I'm not that bad. And also like, it's just also a reminder, you know, you gotta, you gotta shape up and ship, or you're going to ship out. Or they're going to have to cut you out of your house if you don't. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. I, I I put I'm eating I put whip it I put whipped cream not cool whip, yeah. um whip it the whipped cream in like a bowl. No, stop saying whip it. Whip it is spoon. a drug. Whip it's our oh. drug. That the, the the canister stuff that's in like the canister yeah. like the stuff that goes in that that's yeah. those are just. I've whippets. heard people doing it. Yeah. I've heard people doing it. Yeah. The, the creator of the creator of uh, Zappos just died, and he was like. uh Really, he was addicted to to whippets as well. So, yeah. But anyway, I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to laugh at that. <laughs> but you did. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, you're saying you put whipped cream on a spoon. I put whipped cream in a bowl, and I was eating oh. it from a spoon. And I think, like the caption, I was this is a video, and I put in the caption, um, "This is how fat I am," or something like that, right? Yeah. And before I before I posted it, I was like. Somebody fat is gonna have a problem with this because I follow a lot of, I follow a lot of fat activists, right? Like a lot of people who are, who are. You mean plus size activists are people that are like specifically activists for fat people? Specifically activists for fat people. Continue, continue, because I I I appreciate them too. Go ahead. I got checked like a mug. I issued my public apology. This um, happened. You like? What'd you put it on? Like Instagram, Instagram stories, or what? Where mm-hmm. is the post? It was Instagram on my Instagram stories? stories. You said this is how fat I am, and people came at you. This is how you know Brandon doesn't watch my stories. He needs to. Um, but I'd be trying yes. to stay off social media. I, I literally, yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like in the gym. I'd be like, put a shot up, and then I get off. Right. Whatever, Brandon. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. No. Um, but no. Uh, so. You know, somebody came at me, and I knew it was gonna happen. Like I, as, after I posted, I was like, I shouldn't have said fat. Should have just said hungry or something that we all can relate to. How <laughs> hungry I am? <laughs> Maybe chubby. I feel like I was chubby as a kid. So is there like a chubby pride? Where was I you can... chubby? I mind you, I, we started this podcast talking about it's always who you were standing next to, and I was always next to your ass. So when was you chubby? And I stood next to Quillen, Brandon. Yeah, shout out to Quillen. Yeah, Quillen. So compared to Quillen, I am a gummy bear. What are you talking yeah. about? We definitely, we definitely, we definitely like a, a Nutrislim. Do like- I need to, do, y'all? I used to. I can make Brandon laugh instantly by doing this thing called uh, the rock set. Because the rock set, where I make my chest, the fat on my chest, bounce up and down. Um, it's basically, the truffle shuffle with a different tune. So, so that's what I mean when I shout say chubby. That's what I mean when I say chubby. So, okay. yeah, no, I got called out. I didn't want to spend a lot of time on that. I wanted to shout out mom. And, you know, just I am sorry. And I will be more conscious. We should all be more conscious of. Oh, I, um, I'm I'm not saying you shouldn't. But, and I'm just not in like a black people can say the N-word type of thing. But I do think that there has been. I think we've we've gone so heavy trying not to offend people that we don't know how to show concern for people or like or um, articulate 
<sighs> like blunt bluntness or like uh you know what i'm saying it's like mm-hmm. you know one of our aunties that loves us the most i don't say loves us the most because I, I wouldn't want to do that but like definitely loves us and, and respects us and cares for us still still calls us white you know what i mean shout out to our maryland you know what i mean like she does that with with love in her heart but like that's fucked up right every single time <laughs> Like not nice. It's like it's not okay. Time. Every single time. She said, I always tell like, I always tell Selena, your boy's so white. It's like she okay. Says it in different ways. Thank you. She uh, it in different ways. Like change the tone of it and it never it just never, never feels work. Never feels good. But anyway, never so that's what I'm trying to say. Like we don't know how to like talk to each other anymore. And I think everyone's everyone's rightfully so and good that like people are speaking out and becoming activists for things but like you can eat a bowl of whipped cream and call yourself fat um and not and it's not be mocking towards people and i think now because i know, agree we got plus size I mean, models out here you know what i mean i agree the best but, of models. But, when you, but when you offend someone it is yes. best to just acknowledge that you offended somebody and correct like keep it moving so yes correct. i acknowledged it and i'm keeping it moving yes um as we as we end you oh i did i did want to i did want to bring one up thing because i did send this to you and i uh i bring up lebron james a little bit but he said in his 20 uh december 21st 2020 tweet today's conjunction of the planets is set for us to reach our highest vibration if you can today meditate and set intention for yourself and loved ones Stay positive in your thoughts, words, and actions. Ask for balance and love. I wish you would have just brought that up after I went through my whole Grinch thing because it's really would have segued us into the thoughts and prayers or what I would like to do for this podcast, intentions and manifestations. We'll intentions close with that. Eyes and peace. Yes. Yes. But it's I want to. Well, I did. I, I, we feel like we're very far from from that whole 2020 thing and obviously Grinch was I feel like it was more of like a holistic seasonal thing and I want to be very specific about this episode before we got into the into into your Grinch bag and I or into your, your Christmas bag so I apologize but go ahead no worries we now but we, now we we haven't wrapped up we it, it was a good podcast matter of fact we just gonna keep it like that um no what's you ain't gonna talk about the Grinch I do but like, I think I want to make a video, and then like post it in like a bonus, like a bonus um, episode for this like um, eight point five. So like, okay, we'll do a maybe basically. But but I thought I thought your take. I'm, I don't want to step on your take, but you said like you said some great stuff about the Grinch. I don't want to pull it out of you, but what's that? What's no, the, I remember. I remember all the great stuff about the Grinch. You gonna say it? Uh, <sighs> He's the most yeah, he's the most Brandon. woke person in Hoover. Yeah, Brandon, I gotta follow LeBron James and his spread love mantra with my like yeah. my my song. <laughs> I thought it crazy. I don't care about LeBron. It's like reading some fake person's tweet. I don't even know who posted Man. that. I like to think he did. He's using he, he extra emojis like I am. But uh yeah, I don't like to worry about LeBron. I just want to get that off my chest to, to let people know what LeBron said about setting intentions and, and, and being positive and, and asking for love and, and, and meditating. We was literally on the beach earlier today. I was running around and there was a group of people all facing north, hippie-esque. And I say hippie-esque because, you know, 
of the 13 people, seven of them were white people with dreads and they were facing north and they were all silent on their knees and like like meditating. So like this is this is a time. It's the shortest day of the year. Uh, obviously with the conjunction and things like that, like people are set to try to do something special and be intentional. And that's why I kind of liked whatever the hell the first top of this podcast was when we just kind of just spitballing about about stuff but like that that i think that is important and you're you're pushing your rhetoric uh, and i think that's important as well right on i got some fire ass rhetoric on god on god fam this is a tease? Um, no that's just real it's just real rap son but i'm gonna tell you though um unsung hero is the Grinch. Listen, y'all, why, why, oh, why do we treat the Grinch like he's some bad person, all right? The Grinch is probably uh, the Malcolm X of Whoville. Mm. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? He is the Che Guevara of Whoville. He is the uh, Thomas Sankara of Whoville. He is the rebellious person going against colonialism where he lived in the cave. Why y'all think he lived in the cave? Because he want to live there? Nah. He, his block got gentrified when Whoville and them moved in to the block and moved him and his dog Max out to the cave. That's not, his, that's not where Max. he wanted to go. His fur was blue. See, y'all don't even know that. Y'all don't even know that he look. He he's 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 part of Cookie Monster and those, them squeeze, right? But his his shit turned green because he became envious. Y'all y'all not only did y'all push him to a cave, but it looked down on everything that was his, everything that he used to have, everything that him and his people. And y'all ever notice it's only one of the Grinch in Whoville? Y'all where's made the, the heart, rest of the Grinches. Y'all made where's his heart rest, small. Where where's the rest of the Grinches? Y'all probably massacred his whole people, like Man. all the. All the other Grinches, y'all. Don't, that's probably not even his name. His name is probably mm. pr- probably the Grins, right? Like because they used to smile so much. Used the smile. Grinners, the whole people, all of them used to smile. The the Grinners, but then Whoville gentrified everything, and now the Grinch is who he is, trying to freedom fight by going and taking the presents. All the white people with, with plastic surgery on their nose what? and shit. Yeah, what? They look, look like, like a Hollywood whole bunch out of, there. Look like a whole bunch of Caitlyn Jenners and uh, uh and and uh Helen Wokeview. Just all of the Kardashians. Oh my god, I saw speaking real quick, time out side note. I saw a meme that said, um, what will make somebody or what are all the best parts about a black woman? And then somebody else said, Ask the Kardashians. Ooh. Ooh. They definitely call their doctor. Come on now. Hey, I need my lips to be like this black woman, Tiana Taylor. It's something. actually kind of crazy because how how Kylie was just like, I want to look like my friend Jordan Woods. But that's that's not that's not that's not that's not for right now. Y'all push y'all push the Grinch and y'all lucky all he was doing was stealing your presence. Mm. You understand? Like y'all lucky that's all he was doing because he could have been like super militant, right? He could have been like, We're gonna take who back by any means necessary. He could have been coming into uh chimneys and slitting throats instead of just stealing presents. You feel me? Y'all was slipping. That's y'all fault for slipping for believing in some Santa Claus. You know what if it was just him and it pains me. I gotta run that it back. Pains me. And Jim Carrey killed that shit, by the way. He did. What is Jim Carrey? Listen here. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna cry when Jim Carrey dies. Mm. I'm gonna yeah. cry. He, that's, He's like, that's gonna hit me. That's gonna hit me harder than Robert Williams. I was gonna say it's like our generation's Robert Williams. I know you froze. You throwing up? Uh, no, I said I said it's Texas, like our generation. Texas. I said it's like our generation's Robert okay. Williams. Nope, you froze again. I said you're in, but that's okay because you're recording on your side. So if yeah. you're recording, then okay, you're back to it. I said I think it's that's our generation's Robin Williams. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. But anyway, so yeah, so yeah, the Grinch, y'all. Um, this is Grinch season, though. This is this is all the this Echabod Crane season. It's all about like everyone. A part of the Christmas spirit is taking a hater and making them uh, their heart grow big because because at the end of the day, it's not about the presents. It's about the intention. It's about the care. It's about the thoughtfulness. And to be honest, it's hard to, it's not something that that people who have to worry about the next meal or certain on day-to-day stuff can have the, the, the mental capacity to like bring into the fold to like worry about some gifts and, and all that extra shit. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's the Christmas cheer. It's, it's like, it's, singing loud for all to hear it's like it's just about feeling good but obviously you're tying that feels those feels into capitalism which is not wrong right not not wrong at all it's indoctrination that we all go through as and children is part people, of that social construct and people are are doing being like the grinch because they're stealing packages off people's doorsteps which oh are God, filled dog. with christmas so, presents so that's another thing, right? The the stealing of packages. There's a guy named Joe something. Um, he was a NASA engineer and an engineer for Apple. Um, and he makes these really kind of unique and detailed you have here boxes. that his name is Mark Robber. <laughs> there we go. Mark and Joe. Mark and Joe is one of those names that just I get I get mixed really? up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm letting it ride. But but it's also like it's about stealing packages and his last name Robber. So I feel like that kind of just That's it that's the wild part. But anyway, so when he gets so let's say you steal the package, he has four cameras in there that's recording at all angles. Um when you open the box, a pound of glitter is released on your person and wherever you're at. Fart spray starts to spray immediately oh, and continuously. And hey. an alarm goes off that counts down from 10, make you believe that the package is about to explode. So people, so he's like got people on camera running because they scared he's about to throw in it or That's like, so funny. or like trying to put it back and all this other stuff. But it's like, y'all, the modern day Grinches, the people that's really there to steal your packages, they not, you know, they, 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 uh, meth is a hell of a drug. Uh, heroin is a hell of a drug um oh that's another reason why i like watching it because the majority of the assailants are like non-black people so i'm i'm like i'm here for any thing that is showing the criminalization of other people instead of just black people like you know my news does right so yeah be on the lookout man y'all with the packages and stuff packages are on a delay usps is like 
a week or two behind with their deliveries. UPS is a week or two behind. FedEx, the same thing. Like, everybody's um, back. That's so funny, y'all. Brandon just yawned with his nostrils. And when I tell y'all, it was the strongest breath I've ever seen <laughs> taken. So that's how we're going to end, y'all. That's how we're going to end. Take your strong breath. <laughs> I literally would would you sit when you stopped down, I was like, Oh shit, Lance just saw me yawn, but like I kept my mouth shut and I was like, Well, how he gonna know about that? He gonna talk about the damn breath. I know I had to look crazy. You looked insane. <laughs> insane. <laughs> insane. Like you were trying to snort coke off of a table that was like below your waist. Like, why are you, oh, why are you breathing it? No, you're a mean one. Mr. Grinch, intentions. All right, y'all. Intentions yes. and, and manifestations. I's and M's for the end of our podcast. Brandon, you have any? Um, I intend on tapping in. This may be like a common theme at this point in time from what I've been on this, this whole uh, podcast on some self-help Buddhist type shit. But like I intend on reaching, reaching a higher level of self regardless of what that means for my sacrificing of like what the things I like or what things I want to do. Like I, I've talked to you a lot about how it's very important for me to hold on to the version of Brandon Newman of myself. I look myself in the mirror that I think that I know and like and love, but it's more important for me to be the version of Brandon Newman that my wife needs the, the version of Brandon Newman that Carter, my son needs. And, um, and I think with that type of sacrifices, I can tap into a whole nother level of where I'm going to go. So it is less about what I want to do and who more of like who I am and who I need to be. And I think there's a certain level of detail that needs to be paid attention to the things around me that are outside of like my own little bubble. Because if I can focus on my own little bubble, I can get all those eyes uh, dotted and T's crossed. But um, to be intentional to help others and lead by example. I guess that's my intention. Leading by example is something that I intend to do, and that is on going to be on purpose. Uh, so, like that's 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 the eyes that you said intentions and what else manifestations manifestations take that level part of it. Um, like I said, you about to be in your Jesus here. I will, I will be working for myself on buying my Jesus here. And I'm going to take the time these three years, uh, I guess I turned 31 in a couple months. So two and a half years, whatever the shit is, I would use those years to continue to craft myself and, and, and be the best version of myself as a, as a creative, as a comedian. I plan to learn and grow from other people. I need to be in the streets and, 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 and touch people. Um, I want to give space for the comedians in Louisville to kind of get their shit off once COVID kind of settles down and look into spaces to, to host events and things like that. Cause uh, I think that's just going to be a good medium for people. So I, I will manifest everything that I want out of life um, because I feel like it's been put on my heart to do so, but I know that it takes time. And I, that's why I'm glad that my roots will be in Louisville during this time period and will be settled enough so that I can I can make the, that those things happen. So, yes. And I, I have another um, we, we alluded to some updates that that are coming and um, and one's in the works right now. And I, I don't want to speak on it before it gets finalized. Uh, but 
I have, yeah, this is, I do, I do have some things coming that will help me in the sense of getting more structured in my day and, and, and focused on the things I need to be focused on. Cause there's only X amount of hours in a day, right? Obviously days are getting longer now after the summer, the winter solstice is, is, is changing, but to be intentional with those hours is going to be very important. And I'm going to get off this tangent, but I am very, very serious about manifesting everything that I want out of my life and also being intentional in how I get those things and how I inspire others along the way. Cause everyone's watching. That's why I want to say that too. Like, if you think somebody's watching, you think you're doing something, nobody's watching, like people are watching, things are getting ingested in different ways. And there's some things you just can't hide. So like trying to, trying to, and you can't hide from yourself as well. So I think that's an important part uh, to say. So that's, that's where I'm at. Stepping off of the soapbox. No, no, no. I'll take a, I'll take a one of what he's having. God. <laughs> um, Shout out to Trulies. No, my, um, I'm, I'm I'm feeling the same way. I believe it's a balance between selfish and selfless, right? Um, you have to balance that. You have to balance that between yourself. Um, and I feel like, I don't know, uh, just honestly, I've been feeling like I've been selfless quite a bit um, throughout my career. And I believe that like, it's time for me to put my energy into and my intentions just into the things that I have been trying to get off the ground and just my own little personal visual pieces, my book, you know, I've never put out a book, right. And I've been working on one for quite some time, but the screenplays like acting and taking that serious, like I've been on auditions back to back and nobody's picking up a brother because I suck. I probably look, you know, I, what do I know, right? Unless they want a dude with dreads and they don't care how their character is supposed to be, I have to, like, <coughs> reach into a different part of me. So, like, my intentions are to get better at my crafts, all my crafts, and put energy into hmm, the next level, right? I always tell my Yang, she's older than me, and I'd be like, you think you think I ain't gonna be making more money than you when I'm your age? Like, you know what I mean? It's like that's my own inner self that feels like not there yet. People look up to me as hey, Mr. He's got it all together and he's like, you know, I've seen him do this and that and da da da. And that's like that's what happens when you work with people. That's what happens when you um have a passion for something. But like, y'all haven't seen me be vain, right? Take a whole bunch of pictures. I think I like my face. You know what I mean? I've never been one to talk about it because I was ugly as a kid, but now everybody's cool with a brother now that I'm older. But, like, maybe I need to indulge in that a little bit. Like, so. Oh, yeah, selfie I'm, season in 2021. They coming. And they, they're not thirst traps. They're, they're, they're confidence boosters. Confidence boosters, all right? I, I have, I'm coming out. Uh-uh. I want the world <laughs> to know I got a dope flow. Um, So that's what I'll be manifesting. And then also just manifesting just interpersonally. Um, I don't, I, you know, people be like, I want to be a better father and a better partner. And I, was, I feel like I do that shit good. 
I, I really do. I know that's just my opinion, looking at it from the outside. I know, but you, you, and I know you, people can judge. And that's that's I, here. Let me let me jump on that real quick because I do think that that's the main issue with fatherhood. I think mothers challenge themselves to continue to be in their children's lives and and that challenge to to learn about their children, where fathers constantly have their yeah, own their own measuring stick a checklist yeah. and once they check those boxes off they check out and i think yeah. i think it's it's in obviously yeah. i don't think that, i don't think you're i don't think you're guilty of that at all because you're an amazing father oh, but i do I think am, but i do think yeah, it, but i do think if you if you think that you've it's never it's never enough like yeah, no, no. i could ch- i could change way more diapers i don't be there's plenty of stuff that I, I could do. So maybe that I'll manifest and I'll put my intentions towards like making more meals, handling more responsibilities um, with the children. Because, uh, you know, me and you both kind of have that. I don't know. We have that like, it's your problem. It sounds like a personal problem. Like, I feel like that's Absolutely. our response. There are a lot that's of people how, that have those. That's, that's our response to a lot of things like, um, it's a personal problem when a little a little bit of caring just a little bit more caring than we actually just a little bit more fucks than we actually give like we could solve that i don't think i i do agree with that i don't think that there's any personal problems when it comes to issues within the family and your wife or any of those things like that like it's those are all issues that you have now obviously having conversations to recognize that these are certain issues are manufactured and maybe manufactured as like busy work having those honest conversations around that is important but like there is a a reality to the mending and the blending of families once you're married and, and you know have a household and embracing kids that like it's like the happy wife happy life thing like it's cliche but like those issues spill over you in a very very real way that if you don't take them as your issues, best believe they will be your issues uh, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Straight up. Straight up. Straight like that. Yeah, so we that's it. That's it. We got, we, we. That's episode eight, y'all. Look, you know what I'm saying? On episode eight, y'all stick around, man. Episode 10, we got a special guest. All right, mm-hmm. we got a special guest that we kicking in, that we bringing in. We got segments coming. Damn. All right. You know, we got all that. types of stuff coming, man. Yeah. Y'all just check it out, man. And shout out to the shout out to the people that have been listening. I peeked at the analytics, and you know what I'm saying? We got I mean shit. I saw 75 people, you know what I'm saying, downloaded the app, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they um, there may be a little delay, but like I'm you know what I'm saying, we it's a slow build. We ain't going nowhere. We're not going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? We're just gonna get better in front of your eyes if you're watching, in front of your ears if you're listening. And y'all get to be along for the journey. Y'all you know get to see the transformation. We're gonna be working on ourselves and in working on ourselves, being an example to y'all and everybody else that like we can all grow together and evolve and just work on those things within us uh, within us. But don't believe the bullshit. Dinosaurs ain't real. And noodles don't go in your chili. Thank y'all for coming in to the Particle Pots, Particle Sons podcast, episode eight. Um, Bye-bye.